Like I was born for this I can't see myself in nothing more I'm convinced I cannot rely on nothing else to get me high I've been doing this so long It's keeping me alive Got my heart in this so much It's keeping me from dying I don't know what more I gotta do To make them feel me Anything you think you saw Don't compare to the real me Once I show them the real me They turn into my enemy Dog, I know that I found my lane I put it in overdrive I know I don't think the same You can say that I changed my mind I ain't befriending no more haters ain't listening to no lies But don't like yo, how I move when I'm yo, leaving Yo, 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 what's good? What's happening? We back Brand new episode of Black Talkings of the Culture On the Tweaking Network Tweaking Media Network Appreciate the support Appreciate all the love Make sure you check out our boy Chaz Vibe New single, No Regrets As you just heard on the intro Make sure you hit Make sure you check it out Strings matter And if you can buy it, buy that shit But this your boy Chris J Glad to be back. Got the squad on here. Go ahead and do yourselves, Negroes. Oh, it's trail side. If I fall asleep, I apologize. It's good as DC. Yo, yo, it's Cam. How it do? All right, we all here. We all got a lot to talk about. So let's go ahead and go right into what we've been reading, watching, and playing this past week. Uh, let me knock playing out because I did the least. Uh, so my current. I think I just have a consistent 3-4 game rotation. My rotation right now is 2K21, Ghost of Shima, Tony Hawk. Plain and simple. Nothing new. If the guys want to play Among Us, we will play Among Us. Uh, then for reading, uh, Chainsaw Man, I think all of us except for Daytrail on this podcast at binge, binge read Chainsaw Man. And we'll talk about that later, but it was a, it was literally a exciting, very exciting piece of just literature, as I would like to call it. <laughs> very interesting piece of literature. Uh, things happen, and it, it's not like in a god of high school sense, because it's it's an action, it's a shonen comedy, but the amount of stuff that just happened, even what's going on right now with the weekly aspect. My man's pull up and just wants a burger, G. <laughs> I can't be mad at that, G. Hey, I man. can't. And also the writer, I, I, don't, I don't know the mangaka's name right now. Uh, one of us will probably mention it later. But folks don't care about who your favorite is either, G. I respect it. I respect everything about this. So, uh... It's in my it's in my reading rotation right now. Uh, One Piece came out. Well, spoilers. Raw's uh, early tra- fans translations came out. Uh, decent chapter. We'll talk about that later. Shout out to Kinemon doing the impossible. Uh, my Hero spoilers. Even though there's not a legit summary, the pictures are out. Ooh. And Twitter was trending off spoilers. Uh, and Solo Leveling... Uh, I remember I'm two weeks behind on that. Read this week's and last week's chapter. My man's uh my man's is still cold out here in these streets. Still cold. It makes it look easy. So uh, that's it. Now for watching, did a lot of watching. A lot of season uh finales or series finales for these uh this season anime uh, was this week. Uh, Millionaire Detective ended unfortunately. It breaks my heart. Please get a season two. It deserves a season two. 
Please. It does. It deserves one, G. If anything amongst this list, and we'll talk about it later, that needs a season two, please give us more Millionaire Detective, G. And also end it really good. I, I, in a way, I expect the ending, the person who was the person to be arrested, to be the person. But I like how they went about it, though. So Yeah, it was a good mystery. Yeah, so really good cop drama. I, me and Cam, highly, highly recommend it. Highly. Uh, Origairu, my teenage romantic comedy, Snafu, ended. Uh, I was satisfied with the ending because the person who I wanted to win won. And also the fact that Yui's now going to be portrayed as a toxic queen. So we'll see where that goes uh, if there's an OVA. Read the light novels, people. Uh, what else ended this? Talk about that in the news later, too, for all the Yui fans. Yep. They good. Yep, you weird fucks. Uh, <laughs> Rent a Girlfriend ended as well. Talk about that later. We'll talk about it later. But I like the episode. <laughs> ah. I like the episode not because of Kazuya, but everybody else. Let's put it that way. Uh, Should we go have a clash, then? We might have a clash. We might, but and I'm tired of clashes. Me and Daytro clashed on Threes from the Ring. Make sure you check out that episode. Uh, but yeah, Uzaki-chan ended this week. It was a fun episode. That. Yeah, Uzaki-chan ended this week as well. And it was a it was a really good uh, episode that I'm surprised that it it ended like it wasn't getting a season two, but it's getting a season two. Food Wars ended. This was a series finale. Food it ended really good. I'm happy with the ending in itself, and it ended better than the manga because I read the last chapter of the manga and it was ass. So the actual anime ended a little bit. Does better. it do a time skip? No. Thank God. Well, no, no, yeah, no. I take that back. It did. It did a six-month time skip. So, if you consider that, uh, like some five-year time skips. No, no, it just did. A, it did a smooth six-month time skip. At that point, that's what it takes to get a good ending nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild we think about it, but true. Uh, yeah, and then that's it for like in terms of my weeklies. Uh, watch the boys as well. The book. Bo- I'm caught up now. I, miss, I watched this week's and last week's episode. Really freaking good. Fuck Stormfront. Fuck MAGA. Fuck the Nazis. You know what it is. Plain and simple. Uh, and that... Oh, God of High School as well. Uh, a lot of action. Little plot. It looked nice. The consistency. At least they're consistent. I'll give them that. But a lot happened. With little to no explanation. Uh, and that's it for me. All right. Uh, so for me, it's going to be real quick. Uh, and I think Cam got a lot of rings to do. So let me definitely make this quick. Um, watching. I didn't watch anything. Oh, no. Watching. Um. I highly recommend y'all to watch uh, um, Lovecraft Country. It's really, really good. Um, 
binge watch it, I will say when it's all over. So I'll let y'all know when like the first season done. I I will highly recommend it. It's a really good, you know, uh, Netflix or no, it's, it's HBO Max. HBO. Uh, just okay. I get Dion's. Uh I just ask Dion to let y'all see that stuff. But um really good. Um I will say it's uh it's it's like you know, in terms of like live action shows, it's not as good as the boys. I don't think anything's touching the boys at this point. That's like peak television at the moment. But it's good. Um speaking of that, the boys, I watched that. Um um, what's the um the regular show spinoff thing? Not really a spinoff, but it's it's created from the same people. I watched that on HBO Max too. I think I watched half of like the first season. Uh, it is literally like a regular show for the adults, but it don't have that corny adult humor. Uh, that I hate that that. Oh, so like, it's like I, the Ren and Stimpy thing, but they have like an adult version. Well, it's not no, because it's mad about the same people. What I mean by it's like a regular show for adults is that it's it's um what you call it like you know a regular show has a very format and how they tell their story. It starts off with a normal problem that turns into like some almost apocalyptic event, and then it done is done. Um, it, it's kind of like that. It's not the the. Um, it's not the event is not so much apocalyptic, but it's, it's like hectic. Like I think one what was one episode. One episode, like they um was about to get turned into like some pig buttholes or something. It was funny. But, um, <laughs> what? Yeah, it's you know <laughs> white people humor. But, but I would say it's not corny like how Family Guy corny is. Like it's not corny like that. It's the good white people corny. So if you kind of if you was into regular show type humor. It has that, no cap. Um, oh, that episode where um, they was too old to be in the club. I low-key felt that just a tad bit, G. Um, but yeah, it was an episode where they was too old to be in a club, and they killed the nigga because he was too old, G. Like, they were like, yeah, man, sit in the VIP seat. And they sat him in the VIP seat, then he started flying up in the sky, then they sent that nigga into a fan. Um, <laughs> and everybody started taking pictures of him. But it's decent. Yeah. I would say, I would say, um, you know, if it's if y'all got the time, listeners or the people on the pod, y'all got the time, watch it. It's it's simple. It's you no, know, it's like a legit cartoon, fifteen minute episode joints. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, let me see if that's it. Uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh, I will. I will say for the Lovecraft Country joint, um, this particular episode, I done seen the baddest Asian chick in my life in this episode, bro. She was so freaking bad, bro. I will put a picture of her in the chat while I'm still talking. Um, uh, it's hopefully um, we don't get banned. Yeah, let's pray. Um, but like, she was so beautiful, bro. Like, it was just a difference of like beauty um, that she had over other Asian women. If that don't sound racist, but um, because I love the Asian women on phone, y'all know that about me. Oh, Heard they low key got some cakes too. Ah. I guess. <laughs> hey, it now, we're, on, now we're banned. It on how you value now we're banned kids. from China. Now we're banned from China. <laughs> I think yeah. we already been banned from China, bro. I think we talked shit about them a couple of episodes. I don't, think, I, don't think you can, I don't think a nigga can listen to a podcast in China if it's not about the goddamn government. Hmm. Let me check how our, let me, government fact, is. Y'all we talk, I'm about to check the numbers. 
Let me see. I'm not for it. I, I think in the past I've talked shit about China, so I'm pretty sure we already did. Countries. Have they we been to throw the China? Mm. Have we been? And we black. Um, they don't like us anyway. So. Right. <laughs> I think that's it in terms of um watching. I don't think I watched anything else. Uh, but yeah, like Lovecraft Country has been really good. I will tell y'all when it's over. The Boys has been, like I said, top television, like literally top television. I don't think. It's kind of like how Villain Saga was for me in the anime when I was watching it. Uh, the boys is amazing. Last episode had a trifecta of comedy, great storytelling, and character development all in one. Like, and they had some anime moments. Definitely, bro. And the fact that dude, Mother's Milk got choked with a dick. <laughs> wow. Gee, that happened. Gee. My man's was hurt, G. Cause Chris, I, you like, can't, Chris you can't live on, that down. Because Chris put on Twitter, I was looking at Chris live between the boys, and he was like, man, I feel sorry for Mother's Milk. I was like, if this nigga just low-key spoiled Mother's Milk's death, I swear to God. But he didn't. When I found out that nigga got choked up by a penis, I was like, oh, yeah, I feel bad for this nigga, too. Um, and then Cam explained to me that Frenchie was bisexual. I did not know he was bisexual. Me neither. Wait. They didn't. Yeah. I think they said it in season one that, like, it was like an off branching comment, though. But he, yeah, he said he liked boys and, and, and girls. Because they didn't really, um, I don't think they focused on that in the comments. And that's one thing when we talk about the boys for the people that's listening, I will sometimes refer because the, at this point, the comic in the show is, is really spreading apart, even though they're using the comic as a source material. It's spreading apart, like, really far. Because they make a Stormfront seem like the top villain in the show. And not spoiler, because I don't think any of y'all going to read the comment. I think Stormfront got smoked by Huey. So it's... it's Cool. Yeah, it's... it's that's not going to spoil in the show, because I don't think Stormfront... Like, at how powerful they make her seem in this show compared to how she was in the comic, nobody could touch her other than Homelander, bro. So... Um, so if that's what's going to happen as me just projecting, then that's the only thing I can see. But yeah, but what they the the line they going down into talking about like vault. I mean, uh, compound V. I think the end of this season is going to be crazy, and the fight. I believe season three is going to be the final season. Um, it has to yeah, be. But we only have two more episodes left of this season. Oh, so no, the season three not going to be the final season. Then it's going for. Because it's it's so it's the climax of the seven that I think they're gonna focus on in season three is the climax in the story ending of the seven, and then season four will focus on the ending of the boys unless they fit both of that in one season. But uh, because the it, I don't want to spoil it, but it's a lot of good stuff that happens. Um, but that's it for me, other than gaming. Gaming is just like Chris. It's not that too. It's not too like crazy. Been playing like one rotation actually, which is just The Witcher. Played a little 2K of Chris. Uh, shout out to Chris for beating me, but you know what? I caught an asterisk on that because half the time my screen was black, but it was still fun. I got my fix, and I don't need my fix like that. Brought my PS4 with my brother house because we was all getting our haircut and stuff like that. Uh, uh, I smoked everybody in UFC. Without any hesitation, so um, that was fun. But other than that, I didn't read shit. I forgot to read the super manga. I don't even know if Boruto's still a thing. 
uh, I read one piece simultaneously through you niggas and skimming through that 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 horrible fan translation. And I know what happened in my hero. So that's it for me. I I'll start with gaming because I I literally just stare at the screen when I get online with y'all. I think I play a little bit of 2K20, a little bit of Witcher, and a little bit of UFC. But um, I'll go to – I guess I'll do watching. I watched this um, – there's this one romance anime. It's called, like, Sing Yesterday. For me, I think it came out, like, earlier in the year, and I skipped over it. But one of my friends That's told a movie, me to watch right? it. It was a – it was a regular season anime. It was, like, 12, 12 or 13 episodes. I think that was the I think that was the title of what I was watching. It, was, it had yesterday in the title. I might have butchered because the, the Japanese name. I'm not gonna try to pronounce that shit. But it was okay. It was a good. Um, it was a good romance. But like I predicted what was gonna happen like in the second episode. But I enjoyed like um, the direction that they took the main character in because he was like a like he graduated from college and he didn't know what he wanted to do with his life. So I was just curious on what he was gonna pick to do with his life, or how he was gonna view value and what he was doing forward, uh, further forward. So that was what I was more interested in the actual romance. But I, I enjoyed it. If someone wants to watch it, like I'd say, like if you're bored and you need a romance fix, go watch that. But I wouldn't say it's like the best thing. Um, next, I watched. Oh yeah, the Origa the Origaru season finale. Like Chris, I really enjoyed it. Um, I kind of flip-flopped this season between Yui and Yukino only because, like, at first I felt bad for her because of the crime, but overall it got repetitive. And um, this episode proved to me why I liked, I mean, why you, Yukino should be with him because it was, it was adorable, their interactions with each other and stuff. Shout out to uh, Hiki's little sister running shit. Like, that whole little sequence with her and... Um, uh, discount Yuki, I mean, discount Yui was hilarious to me. I hope there's an OVA because I would like to see more of like Hachiman and uh, Yuki knows like interactions and seeing how them being together affects other people's friendships in the, in the show and stuff. So News. that was pretty dope. <laughs> hey, but um, if, if y'all niggas, when we get to it, we get to it, but if y'all niggas, if y'all Yui fans, don't like read niggas. Y'all, y'all do what you can if that's gonna help you feel better. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> do what you can, man. Just do what you can. It'd be funny as tech is in, in that uh that game, she's crying like every scene too. But uh oh shoot. Uh I think that's it for watching. Now for reading. I also enjoyed every minute of uh, Chainsaw Man. Like that was a fun experience. It's been a while since like I shotgunned a manga like that. Like I caught up within like two days because Chris was reading it before me. So uh, like what Chris said, like I'll do one. It was a burger. Uh, <laughs> Halloween to y'all niggas. That's like an indirect. Uh, that like Halloween is basically what you can describe that whole entire manga. Like, if you ever Fuck. get to that point... It's your state of mind. It's Halloween. Halloween, bro. And um, it's just hilarious how he really doesn't care to off-characters. I'm not going to spoil, but, like, how he does it, 
there was like I did not expect any of the characters that got off they got off. So shout out to that manga. I really want to know what's gonna happen next week. So I'm anticipating on Sunday. Uh, it's a very interesting addition to my weekly reading. Uh, for Black Clover last week, I'm trying to remember. Uh, whatever. I'll bring it up next week. Um, the My Hero spoilers. They they wilding with that because my sister almost got spoiled, and I got another friend that got spoiled on it. They, like, <laughs> when we get to it next week, man, if if what happened really happened, that's wild. That's wild. I ain't mad at it, but that's wild. Um, and I'll finish with One Piece. It was a good chapter. Um, I really don't like the Kinemon stuff. That's just me personally. I know a lot of people are trying to rationalize him cutting uh, Kaido's like fire breath. That's cool and all, but for me, I like the villains to be kind of, especially a villain that's hyped up as Kaido. I want him to be kind of like untouchable to a degree till Luffy gets to him. Cause like, and even it like as much as we trash Big Mom in Whole Cake, she wasn't touched at all. Like she didn't get touched. I think the only thing that happened to her was maybe when um when Nami hit her with the the thunderclap, whatever, and then when Jinbei pushed her off the ship, but she was starving at that point. But prior to that, like when they were on the cake and like at the wedding, she was clean. Like she ate a, an attack from gear four. They tried to shoot nukes at her, like nothing happened. So I expected the same type of thing for Kaido, and he's getting cut and and and, and dodged and and you know, getting the upper hand on him. I don't, I don't like it, especially from Kinemon, because you literally let... Fucking Kinemon, dog. Kinemon of all people, bro. Like, Law washed him. Dofi kicked his chest, and he was out. It's just like, <laughs> bro, where was this? Where was this in Dressrosa? Where was this in Punk Hazard? Where was this at Zoe? I don't know, but... Uh, shout out to the Minks folding Jack. Uh, that was fucking hilarious when I saw his tusk, like part of his tusk flying in the air when he was falling down. Um, and there was one more thing that, oh, so you know how people have been saying like Zoro's going to fight with Luffy and stuff like that because he kept saying, oh, let's get to the top. And this week, Sanji's been saying it. So now I think all the, like I'm pretty much 100% sure all the strides are going to be up there fighting with Luffy because I just, the way everything's set up, I think, like, all the scabbards are going to get smoked. Luffy's going to get up there, and he's going to fight Kaido with all the straw hats and, like, whoever else is that is comparable to him is going to be up there. So I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting until the scabbards get off. So that's where I'm at, and I think that's it for me this week. All right, so for me, I'll go watching last so we can segue into, since this is the finale of some of the weeklies. Um... So as far as reading, we'll talk about Chainsaw later as well. But I really much, I very much enjoyed, uh, like, especially because I'm not really big into, I think the last kind of like dark thriller, even going into like psychological horror that I've read, that I binge read was Tokyo Ghoul. That was like the last one that I actually checked out. Um, yeah. So first, and especially when it comes to manga reading, because right now the only weekly that I'm ac actually Besides solo leveling and the webtoon comics, the only one that I'm legit doing as far as manga is Black Clover. Like, I don't give a shit about my hero. Um, I fuck Boruto and Super, I'm just there to watch Goku go Master of Um So 
that's kind of my whole thing with it. So like for it to to latch me on for 75 chapters, did a good job. Uh, Denji's a top five simp. We'll talk about that later. Uh, he's basically the Kazuya of action simps. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I can't even. Yeah. I can't even get. I can't yeah. even give him that honor, dog. I can't because I'm about to fucking go. I'm gonna save it for watching. I'm gonna save it for watching. All right, I'm, I'm calm down. Calm down. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So that's that. Um, even going into the webtoon side side of things, I really, I very much enjoyed uh, this chapter of. Lord Olympus, basically we kind of got a convening of the, the three major gods, Zeus, Hades, and uh, Poseidon. And basically they're about to talk about what they're going to do with uh, Persephone. So looking forward to next chapter, uh, Webtoons. If there's any other, like I, I get that you like pull action and shit like that. Um, but a fun fact, let me actually pull it up because I don't want to. I don't want to say no nonsense and then have the webtoons community attack me. You know what I'm saying? So like that's 4.3 million. Oh, let me see. Let me see. To my series where it's got a high school. No, go go to the freaking thing. I just I just want to see. Yeah. So they have what they call like subscribers. So Gata High School currently has 1.7 million people who are subscribed to read the manga. Lore Olympus, and this is what I'm saying, I need this to be the next anime, especially for romance. Lore Olympus has 4.3 million. Mm. And each chapter is getting, I, I'm saying each chapter is getting 99,999 plus. That's the cap. It can't get any higher reading numbers than that. Each mm. chapter is constantly getting read over 100,000 times. So, Webtoons, I need you to put Lore Olympus next. Fuck the action series. Let's get some romance, all right? That's all I got to say about that. On to uh, playing. Uh, so, I bought, because um, I'm an Atlas, I'm an Atlas fanboy. Uh, Atlas released this game called 13 Sentinels uh, Aegis Rim. Uh, and this was made by the company that, for those who had like a Wii or a, a PS Vita, I know it's that old. Uh, they they made uh, Mora Masa Rebirth. They made Odin Sphere something. And they made another game, I forgot. But they're kind of like a niche company that does these sort of 2D 2d style uh action adventure games but they did a different style with this game as far as it's a it's like a it's a mix between a visual novel a 2d visual novel and a tower defense game um for the life of me i wish i could explain to you the premise of the game but it's one of those games where it has 13 protagonists and every single story of the 13 protagonists that you can choose from and experience their story intertwines with another. They all, and it also involves time travel. So it, it's like you got things going on in 1945, 1985, 2064, and then like 2188. Like it's just a bunch of shit going on. I do like how they tie this all together to World War II and the bomb the the nuclear bombings 
So that's kind of like a big central figure of the plot. Um, but as far as like my understanding of the story so far, I, I, I have to play more. It's not, it's not um, a situation where I'm pissed off, but it's, it's a situation where I'm kind of like, I'm intrigued to find out what, what happens next. But for the tower defense section of the gameplay, essentially you can have control of six of the 13 uh, protagonists. And basically there's waves of enemies that come towards you. And then you have to basically set up defenses to guard this uh, tower. And once the time limit is over, the tower activates and it wipes out the enemy and you move on to the next stage. It's really fun. Um, I would say, because since Atlas is such a niche niche company when it comes to video games, with the exception of Persona, I know that's mainstream, but when it comes to their other titles, they kind of have a very underground, a big underground crowd. So it's not much I can do as far as recommending it to those people. But I will say that if you're in need of good storytelling, I would say to definitely check out the game. Like you don't have to play it, but like watch walkthroughs of it because it's very interesting. It's got a lot of deep lore and its connection to history, particularly with the World War II bombings. It's it's really fun. Um, and that's kind of the main thing I've been playing because I've been addicted to it uh, ever since I bought it. Uh, and then I did play a little bit of Stardew Valley Expanded, but that's that was pretty much it for my playing this year. Um, and also watching, I'll talk about the weeklies that didn't end, and then I'll go into the weeklies that did end. So, uh, got a high school. Um, I, I like this episode as far as like, I, I, I know how it's gonna end now, uh, especially since the next week, the next week's episode is the last one. <clears throat> and like I said before, my problem is not necessarily it's pacing, but more so it's uh, the way they uh, handle Jen's character. They kind of did good with them this episode and they skipped. <laughs> oh my God. So did y'all y'all watch this week's episode on Got of High School? Yes. Yeah. Okay. They skipped a lot of shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn, hell yeah, they did, shit. They skipped a lot of shit. So, I mean, it wasn't anything too big, but the part where, so the part where uh, Park Mujin transports them into that underground facility, technically, I think, um, Dewey, he was supposed to meet up with the the chick, the wrestler chick uh, who had like the, the big lips who kissed him yeah. that one episode. Yeah, yeah. He was supposed to meet up with her first. And they were supposed to have like an encounter. And then um, she was gonna go to uh, Jago, the shark dude. And then basically he betrays her and like eats her up basically. Uh, but uh, they didn't show that this episode. <laughs> oh man, at this point, I can't be mad. It's just comical. I understand what they're trying. I, I it's, it's two sides to this, right? Because they're with God of High School and Tower of God. They're just, they're really testing the waters as far as what they want to do with Crunchyroll Originals, um, especially because, like I said before, got a high school, like, they don't even hit the numbers that Lore Olympus does. Like, they, 
they barely get like 35,000 reads per chapter. So I'm thinking that these are like more so tests to kind of on, on some of their like least popular popular shows to see like as far as pacing or the, the the general reception of the audience like what can they do before they go into like I said the Lord Olympus the Let's Play um, Unordinary is another big one like before they go into the deep to, to thing to to the the big the heavy hitters of webtoons so. Um, and then they're squeezing like a hundred plus chapters into 12 episodes. So it's obviously that they're going to skip some things and I'm not defending that, but I'm just saying that some of the stuff that they skipped, I can understand like the chick getting betrayed by Jago, they could have skipped that. Like that's not anything important. It doesn't, it doesn't add anything to the plot at all. Um, but like, so like the wedding episode, that shit, you should have cut that shit like super short um, and focused on more things like gins um Jin's uh ability to evolve as he fights but that's kind of it for uh got a high school next week's episode is the last episode will it get a season two i don't know it probably will um but that's just that's it uh fire force uh was a really good lore heavy episode uh we got to learn a lot about the uh the holy the holy soul temple and their connection to the um evangelist uh, they did show that whack-ass character for like two seconds, and it almost pissed me off. Uh, but they only showed it for like two seconds, so that's that's good for me. Cam, I had a question. Was this episode, because I, I didn't, you know me, I'm so bad at watching a weekly anime. Uh, was this episode, because I saw on Twitter, yo, it was some bomb animation, bro. Was that this episode? No, that was like, last week's. That was last uh, week's episode. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that shit was crazy, bro. Shout out to them niggas, but my bad, I had to ask yeah. that shit. No, yeah, no, no. Last week, last week's episode with uh, Joker and uh, Benny Maru was fucking amazing. That was like the super action-packed episode. This episode was like super lore, like going more into the mystery of Amaterasu, the Holy Soul Temple, and the the evangelist, their connections to that. So you found out a lot about that. Uh, and I didn't mind it, uh, especially since next week's episode looks like we're going to get a lot of action and a lot of weird shit, too, <laughs> from what I saw with the preview. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, see. And then I think the last one that's still ongoing that I'm watching is ReZero. Uh, really weird episode. Uh, and I, <laughs> I know that, like, if we get to it, like, the main discussion that we're talking about is uh, pacing. So whereas got a high school is like a fast burner and chainsaw chainsaw man basically says fuck uh speed <laughs> I am pacing uh ReZero is like a fucking tortoise it is cuz we still we still in this fucking forest dog <laughs> we got one more episode <laughs> it don't even like we're leaving oh my god bro every time it's like uh, every time i think we're gonna get somewhere this nigga goes back but i this so i don't like they did say that it might be an illusion or it might be real they have to ask the witch of envy but if they cracked open that that eggshell that time still resumes like it's not like that universe gets destroyed when subaru goes back in time if it if it cracked open that shell that that it still goes on after he dies. That's very interesting. 
And I do like how they use that to like mind fuck him even more than he's already being. <laughs> uh, but that was pretty cool. The witch, the witch tea party was really cool. Hilarious. Um, I'm gonna say this, yo. If I was in Subaru's position, I would have took that contract. Yeah, I, yeah. I would have took that contract. I don't give a fuck. Like I get his um, reasoning based off who he is, but nah, I, I'm, and I'm taking, taking that contract. She literally said, I don't care. Like, I, whatever you need me to be, I'll be. All I want to do is just experience your journey with you. All right, that's cool. <laughs> exactly. She just made it sound so deep, and then she was so dramatic with it. It was like, oh, well, man, Subaru can't take that right now. He can't yeah, take he, dramatic. He can't take, he can't take any more psychological fucking deep thought drama stuff. He just, you just need to tell him, hey, if you need some pussy, you can have mine. And I won't even be mad if you like Emilio or Rim. <laughs> and that's all you got to have. I, I would have took that contract. Uh, but next episode is shaping up to be interesting since the Witch of Envy showed up to the tea party. And all them other witches got shook. They was like, fuck, I don't want to be here, though, bro. Uh, no part um, to her. She's she crazy. So that is uh, ReZero. Is next week's episode, like, how many more episodes of the ReZero do this we have? Is, this, this, I don't know why they only did 13 episodes for this uh season so next week's episode is the last yes how the fuck are they go uh, all right i'm <laughs> exactly. gonna i'm gonna save my judgment from them but like it's so much stuff that they set up that there's no way within 23 out 23 minutes you're gonna settle everything unless you got a high no unless you train chainsaw man it like <laughs> no way so yeah and then on to the ending the the finale weeklies um i start off with uh demon misfit academy really solid ending it kind of reminded me of um rebellion of the lelouch when it comes to the main character spoiler alert uh ah, really but it's really the way they handled it was really great um the it so i would love for this show to get a season two but I wouldn't be mad if it didn't um, just because it ended like really perfectly, but I would love to see more. So I'll say that, but I will say that it's probably, this is definitely, I don't know how popular Demon Misfit is. I do know that like, you know, when Kiss Anime was still active, RIP, it was like number one or number two on like the, the, the list of like the hottest new anime that's out right now, but I don't know the reception now but if it's like one of those sleeper animes, I definitely recommend you check it out. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And that, yeah, that's it. Uh, Uzaki-chan, they trolled us with the ending. Huge but troll. They, they, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> we were going to watch episode 12 anyway. It wasn't like, ah, oh, well, you didn't end on something dramatic. I can't watch episode 12. But I will say that I felt like this. You said You said that this felt like they didn't weren't going to get a season two it this episode felt like they were going to get a season two like they knew it because this was a very tame episode to me yeah like nothing i mean it was funny but nothing much worth of anything happened this episode that was like holy shit this is how you tie up this this show uh so that's that damn bro 11 episodes come on millionaire detective yep come on folks Yep. You could you didn't have to do it like that. I I thoroughly enjoyed this last episode of Millionaire Detective. 
the mystery was great. The, the, the payoff was really good. Uh, RIP folks who freaking died like that, getting his freaking injury pressed on against them until he literally suffocated himself. Hate to hate to see that. Um, uh, RIP Granny. It is what it is. She was messing with the ops. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I love the parallels between the final episode and the first episode. I think that was really well done, especially him letting folks fall off the bridge and then throwing a check at that nigga, bro. <laughs> what? Flex. That's baller Flex. as hell. No, not only that. So he came, he came to the he came to the scene of the cuss because they were chasing this car. Um, and like his partner was on the car basically trying to, you know, tail them. So the main character, Kambe, comes out from the sky on a rocket and then propels his fucking car from that rocket, lands perfectly on the ground, launches, t- basically evacuates everybody from the p- premise, and then tells the his AI that basically, his god AI basically, yeah, launch, I need you to launch missiles and target the bridge and destroy it and pay for the cost. Uh, they get to the bridge, shit explodes, his partner is just hanging there, lets him fall, throws a check at that nigga, and then the show ends. And I fucking loved it. <laughs> I loved every single minute of it. Uh, that is, without a doubt, my favorite show of this season, just because I I fucked with the premise. Um, Kambe is a vibe. Uh, he's probably my favorite fucking main character of this year in anime. Uh indefinitely of this season so man it's only 11 episodes i highly recommend you check out millionaire detective if you have not uh and then what am i forgetting besides i know the other thing but i I thought i forgot did i forget something no i didn't Mm. nope i didn't all right so <clears throat> we we can talk about this. To, we can we can double team this, Chris. I'll let All you right. go first. Talk about All that right. fucking show. <laughs> so we're in a girlfriend, G. So I I already like when I saw Cam in the group chat just sit there and say I'm woman in. I'm already fed up. I'm like, oh okay. And even and once I saw the one minute point, I was like, oh yeah, I see what Cam talking about. But last week's episode ended. I was like. Mommy Chan is going to do something very, very toxic. And I don't know what it is about toxic chicks, but it just, it just literally, I just want, I pay attention. I just want to know what the hell is going on in your wild ass mind. The fact that she literally set up a date with Shorty, with Mizuhara. And then not only did she set up the date, she set the date up at Kazuya's job. Not only Kazuya's job, she sets the date up at Kazuya and uh, Ruka's job. While in the process of this, this is and literally this is where I was like the beginning of the episode. I was really triggered because for one, this nigga Kazuya was literally about to sit there and settle dating a child, entering pedophile range. Nigga, you are Bitch, already there. there. You're there. Outright, you're there. You was about to sit there and be like, "I'm a date a child." You did that. That was you. That was you. So I ain't forget. Now, the Ruka, I mean, not the Ruka, the Mami and the uh, Mizuhara angle, I really outright enjoyed because it just, 
it was just like, gee, her motive is literally to be a one heartbroken, bitter, toxic bitch. Outright. She she's the Rachel of romance. Pretty much. And as I was just watching, I was like, damn, she reminds me of this one girl that I used to mess with. Really toxic. Mm. Couldn't really get like literally and I this is in my single days. Where you like no matter what, I just couldn't shake you. But it takes a really nice woman to literally get that type of person shaken out for your life. And it be that way sometimes. It really do. But I like the approach. I like mommy's pettiness. Not to say I like her, but I like the pettiness. It reminded me of something like a. It just reminded me of just how petty some women can be over their ex. Outright. And I enjoyed it. It was hilarious. It was funny. And then just hearing uh, even Mizuhara just sit there and just say, hey, let me get my licks in. And literally made her think. Like that look that mommy had when uh, when she said, hey, you could literally have this nigga and you would be happy. And she looked at her like, I will kill you where you stand for saying some shit like that. But like that's toxic women who are stuck over the ex. They don't let you go. They want you forever. Even if they don't like you, they just want you. So I enjoyed that aspect of the episode. Now, literally, even afterwards, I was like, gee, fuck this nigga Kazuya because he literally could have had Mizuhara. You know, he don't deserve her. You could have had her. You literally said, I want you. Then they proceed to do that goofy little seasonal recap of them and sit there and say, yeah, gee, uh, I was joking, bro. You know, I want you as a rental girlfriend. I'm like, you know what? You know what? This dude it had, it does had not the nerve to end saying like we we wish we want to welcome you back with warm arms. Like my nigga, my nigga, you could have her, and in a weird way, yes, yeah, she's attracted back to him. It's unfortunate. It really is. That's like literally the fatal flaw of Mizuhara's character, but that's on the writer. I'm not mad at that. That's her fatal flaw, and plus she's the main female protagonist and she, honestly the only protagonist in the show because i feel like everybody else is an antagonist to her except the shy chick and i hope in the next season there's a, i want to hear i, I want to say here but i want to see more of her role in the unfortunate harem of kazuya because i feel like she's probably has more interesting things to go on even though i think dc says she's the most boring but i'm just curious i'd on, rather like, have that her, I want to see more of her role than anything. Her role in things. But I did enjoy most of the episode. The Kazuya moments is cringy as always, but that's his character. So that's what I got to say. Cam, you have to stage. All right. So to the viewers out there, you're going to hear angry Cam today because uh, <laughs> it's a lot of shit that happened this week that just pissed me the hell off. Um, so just a forewarning. Uh, first and foremost, fuck this show. <laughs> fuck it fuck i wish no 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 ill will when i say this to you mangaka and i only mean this in a way because i'm angry fuck you um fuck you country roll and funimation whatever fucking site streams this piece of shit um just fuck kazuya 
fuck mommy, fuck uh Ruka and everybody else in that show. Um this episode when I tell you I was constantly pressing the pause button to look at how much time I had left, that's a problem. <laughs> I was consistently, I was like, okay, I only got 10 minutes left. I got 10 minutes left. Yo, the the, the nerve of you to end that show, I know you're getting a fucking season two. The nerve of you to end that show saying, spend time with a diamond girl. We, 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 uh, we uh, await your, your warm welcome. Fuck you. I, no, I, I'm in <laughs> zero, I'm in zero rush. For, if this shit gets delayed, to the day I'm on my deathbed, I don't care. I do not care for anything in season two. Kazuya, he's done. This isn't like a Subaru case. We're towards the end of season one. I was seeing hints of flashes of Subaru being a good character, but I just didn't like him because he was a simp. And then I started to really like him in season two. Kazuya is the worst. And I'll explain to you why. He is a static character. Not a single, you had 12 fucking episodes to convince me that I should give a shit about this nigga's journey. And you did not do that. 12 episodes. He stayed the same, the same bitch made nigga in episode one <laughs> with the same bitch made nigga in episode 12. Are you kidding me? Let me, let me even give it to, within, within every show, and I'll use Code Geass for example, because DC knows what I'm talking about. There is what we call a hero's journey. And throughout that, there's a moment in the hero's journey that defines that character. It, it, that it, I call it a hero's moment. A moment where you realize that, holy shit, it doesn't matter. Like, whereas, yes, Lelouch was an anti, he was an anti-hero, but he was a hero nonetheless. When you figured out why he did what he did. Lelouch's hero moment, spoiler alert for those who haven't watched Code Geass, was his death. And when we found out that he became, he wanted to re, he wanted to unite the world through him becoming a villain. So he played that role of a villain so that he can unite the world and they can seek peace. That was his hero's moment. My favorite romance of all time, Itazura and the Kiss, the main male character, his moment was when the female main character was going to basically she was like, I'm tired of this one sided love. Uh, I, you know, you don't like me back. I'm going to go and date my, my 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 childhood friend. And he grabbed her by the arm and he was like, no, you only love me. And then he walked her back to the house and asked her father for her hand in marriage. That was his moment. Kazuya. This episode would have been a perfect moment for you to really make me go like, you know what? This nigga is a grade A plankton Damn. simp. God, that nigga a plankton. But at the moment where he needed to show himself the most he did, and he didn't. Throughout this entire episode, he just stood in the background letting a woman who literally de really doesn't have anything to do with the situation because he perpetuated the problem himself fight his battles for him while he stood in the shadows crying like a bitch fuck that nigga i don't care you cannot you can't i don't care where the fuck he is in the manga i give zero shits 
he's done for me. You, you had 12 episodes to convince me why I should give a shit, why I should sympathize with his journey. Yes, he starts off with a simp, but he become he gets to a point where he deserves Mizuhara. I don't give a fuck about that ending. They tried to do this whole, Ooh, uh, be my rental girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't mad at that. Why? He does not deserve Mizuhara at all, and I don't want to see him with Mizuhara. The one objective of your show, which is to convince me that Kazuya should be with Mizuhara, you failed. I don't want to see the, I actively am going to root for Mami in season two to ruin their relationship. I'm for that, honestly. I'm for the Mami I don't want to see them together. He does not deserve Mizuhara, point blank period. Fuck Ruka, she's a child. And I only like the red hair chick because she says nothing. She had one episode, she didn't say shit, and that makes her better than 90% of the cast of that show. So, when I tell you I had to force myself to watch this shit for your entertainment viewers, when I tell you out of my many years of like genuinely watching anime since I was a child, when I tell you this is one of the worst pieces of entertainment media, not just anime. The worst piece of entertainment media I've ever had to sit myself through. That is an understatement. I hate this show. If I were to rate this show out of 10, it is a fucking one out of 10. The only reason why it gets a one is because it aired. So that means that it was, it, 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 it didn't glitch. Like every time I went to watch Rent a Girlfriend, it wasn't like Crunchyroll said, this show doesn't exist. In that case, I would have gave it a 10 because fuck this show. But this show is a one out of 10. If you were to ask me, hey, Cam, what's your favorite moment of Rent a Girlfriend? Is when the show ended. So I don't have to watch this shit no more. Are you going to read the manga? Fuck no. Are you going to keep up with what's going on in the manga? You are high and fuck no. <laughs> do you are you excited for season two i will shoot you in the fucking head if you ask me that shit no <laughs> i don't give a shit anymore i am done with this show when season two comes i will watch the first episode and i swear to god i'm putting you can hold me accountable for this i don't care if i don't like season one i'm done and i'll let chris and dc handle that because I subjected myself, I feel dumb. When I, when I got done watching that show, I literally stared at my screen for like five minutes because I felt dumb. I felt like an idiot. Like I felt as though like my intelligence was getting tested because I just felt as though the mangaka was like, I, I wanna have an interview with him. And I just wanna ask him, do you think this is good? Like, like genuinely. Like, I'm not joking. I'm not, you know, being funny. Ha ha. Do you, do you think this is good writing? Because, I, I mean, listen, I'm not in that field, but I have watched a lot of shit. So I do know to some degree what I'm talking about. And that, that shit's not good. Also, funny element. It's supposed to be a romantic comedy. I didn't laugh once during this show. Mm. This show is fucking abysmal. So I, I don't, I don't, 
my head hurts. I'm tired of talking about this fucking show. Don't watch it. Don't talk to me about this show. If I hear rent, rent a girlfriend is now banned until season two comes out on this uh, podcast. I'm going to bring it up, but I understand. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm going to bring it up. I don't, <laughs> don't want to hear nothing about that fucking show. I don't care. I just, I genuinely don't care. Cause I know that the show is going to, it's going to end uh, and spoiler alert. The show's going to end with him being with Mizuhara. No shit. I don't care about the journey anymore. It's like, it's kind of like how One Piece, I know One Piece is going to end with Luffy finding the One Piece and becoming the Pirate King, but I genuinely care about the journey. I I don't, I don't care. I, I only really care about Mizuhara and because I really, the, the one good thing about the last episode is I like the fact that she said that she used her rental girlfriend experience as a means to get a boost in her acting career. And once she gets her, once she gets that done, she's going to quit being a rental girlfriend. I like that. I did because that's, you know, that's a career that she's career minded. She knows what she wants. Let's get it. But the simple fact that this show, this show basically fed her poison and she developed Stockholm syndrome, essentially, with being with the simp that is known as Kazuya, because the show has basically forced her to trick herself into believing that she has feelings for Kazuya. And I was here for 12 episodes and I didn't see anything. So fuck that show. I mean, no ill will, like no, no like death threats or any of that shit. When I say this manga, I'm just mad. This is just mad. This is angry cam right now. Fuck you. Fuck you Crunchyroll and fuck the animation studio that made this show. I'm done. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about uh, Chainsaw Man. So uh, Chainsaw Man. Uh, all I can say is like, bro, this is a hell of a journey when it came to like this binge read. I've been dread One Piece to catch up slightly. I use Wikia. I and I wasn't and I wasn't this entertained. I binge read My Hero. I binge read Naruto. I binge read Demon Slayer. But, bro, Chainsaw Man is a different piece of literature, man. When I tell you niggas to read this and go in with very, I went in with very low expectations. I would, like, literally, just, I expected violence and laughs. And I got premium for me, a premium experience of laughs. In violence with some semblance with a, actually it, it's a it's a plot there it's about my man's dingy getting coochie by any means uh, necessary he don't want coochie bro he don't you, you want know, coochie you know but but right now he wants a hamburger he 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 he, he, he wants a charity scott burger but how we got there though just the journey into that all I could sit there and say was, I have been entertained. If I had the sound, I don't know why I don't have this in the soundboard, but I was entertained. Those are my opening thoughts. Uh, I I love everything. Denji's a real nigga. Uh, Makima, Ma- what's her name? Makima? Makima. Makima. Yeah. Toxic. Toxic. I'm for it all. Uh, shout out to Power. Bang. <laughs> 
Number one slain. Damn. But uh, I guess I'll go next with it. I, I agree with Chris. Like, like in terms of binging experience, this is probably the second best because I did binge one piece, and you already know how I'm coming with that, so I don't even need to go further. But everything else that I've read in Shonen Jump that I've binged, this was, like, the quickest experience because, like, with Promise Neverland, I stopped, then got back on it. Dr. Stone, I stopped. Other series, like, even Demon Slayer, I stopped, then got back on it. I shotgunned this whole shit. And like what Chris said, I had low expectations. I actually seen um, this manga around. I'm like, I don't like it. I don't like. I think it looks ugly because it's a dude with a chainsaw head and a, you know, like a button up shirt. I'm like, oh, this kind of ugly. <laughs> so I expected to kind of hate it, but man, I was I was impressed. I enjoyed every bit of this. The comedy is top tier, and like the little semblance of uh, plot and character. Not necessarily development, but like, uh, what's it called? Um, no, yeah, it is development, motivation. but it's not progression. It's character yeah. yeah, characterization. There was a lot of characterization of all the different characters, um, how they set things up. It's like, you know how like with most arcs, there's like a, you know, the three-act structure, you know, the build-up. It's kind of like with, with this manga, it's like it builds you up, but then it drops really sharply. And then it just like you you're back at the climax instantly for no, like no reason at all. And then it's just like a I don't know, it's hard to explain. It's like a really erratic way of writing. And it's not a I'm not saying that in a bad way. I think it's a good thing, especially for the theme of this show. So I, I enjoy reading it. It's probably one of the most unique amongst the show. I'm only talking about Shonen. I'm not talking about other manga. So y'all elitists could get off my dick about this. But for Shonen probably one of the more unique reads that i've had so that's that's my thoughts on it so far yeah i wish chainsaw man since he had spoiler alert since he has the ability to fucking make things disappear i wish he'd attack rent a girlfriend to make that shit disappear uh, <laughs> oh, hey, that was probably the most random ability but it also works <laughs> yes uh, yeah was I, I was like eh, whatever I'll, I'll take it uh but yeah um Oh my god. Uh yeah, like I said before, I don't know what when I went to this, because I did see some stuff on Facebook uh about this series. Like as far as like, but the one thing that I heard, I just heard that it was just comedy. Like it was pure comedy. Uh <laughs> but I guess for the niggas who said it's pure comedy, I know what your state of mind is and don't talk to me. Uh yeah, you you you, you yeah. yeah. You stay away from me. <laughs> uh but yeah, so I so I kind of went to this expecting like nothing but you know like comedy. But then the first chapter, spoiler alert, when they show that nigga diced up inside a garbage bin, I was like, uh, okay, this show's different. Um, and like I said before, the last kind of dark thriller that I really got into was Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, and like Tokyo Ghoul is kind of like my Vinland saga when it comes to like psychological horror and shit like that. Like the other shows don't hit the same anymore, but I will say that this show did a great job as, as far as like not really, whereas Tokyo Ghoul focused more so on the overall, like the, the psychological aspect of it. Chainsaw Man was like, fuck it, we action action dark horror and comedy <laughs> and and i i, I liked all of it uh 
I genuinely enjoyed the fact that the mangaka has no gives zero fucks in killing off characters within like five chapters of introducing them. Like we thought that like I thought that his initial gang, uh, whatever I forgot what what company like special team four whatever they're part uh, of special division four. Yeah, yeah, I thought that they were gonna be like a, okay, you know what I'm saying like, you know team seven shenanigans whatever. Nah, <laughs> uh, yeah, like after that first mission, and it's like the the way they set things up is they do like this little filler. Everything is all peaceful, then all of a sudden death and it's just like i i was reading it and like especially when we got to like chapter 70 i want to say when i'm assuming this nigga just took a fuck ton of ecstasy and he was like fuck it that man was off of everybody's dead (laughs) everybody everybody's dead uh and dingy wants a hamburger uh um his motivations were funny as hell. The fact that like all of his stuff was just sexual urges because he he's a he's a he's a teenager, so his hormones are rampant. So he's like, I want to touch boobs. Like when he met Power, he was like, Oh, that's nice. You want to find a cat? I want to touch some boobs. <laughs> uh, and then it went to like first kiss, and then it was like uh, sex, and then basically he's like, And nah, I I just want to be your dog now. And Makima was like full toxic. Full, full toxic, 100% toxicity mode by that point. Uh, when they, when they, and I'm, I'm doing spoilers, so don't listen to me. Uh, skip this, skip my part. Just listen to DC and Chris and read it for yourself. I when might I'm spoil spoilers. too. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm too. <laughs> fucking Maki, Maki true nature, and the fact that she was like, yeah, uh, I'm a devil myself. Uh, I. I'm, I basically, I like Chainsaw Man and I want to see him do his thing. I want to awaken him to his full power and I want him to destroy everything. And she let him kill her. And then he, and then she, she said, during when he said, I want to be your dog, she was like, I want to build you up to your ultimate happiness and destroy you. If you get married and have kids, I'll kill them all. Like, <laughs> if you move into a new place, I'll burn it to the ground. Like, just being toxic as hell. And toxic I was bored, bro. <laughs> toxic. <laughs> she was definitely, she is probably my favorite character in that show just because from Jump, you knew something was wrong. And you could tell by the art style because he kind of draws people a particular way. And the way he drew Makima is she had fucking swirls in her eyes. She literally oh, so the, like she you, has the what you call it the uh not the uh Sasuno eyes G. She yeah, she had, had the, she had the crazy bitch eyes from jump. So you knew that something was up with her. Uh and then like that the the when she had got shot and killed, I was like, Oh my god, is she dead? They just killed her off like that. But then she was like, Nah, ain't ain't nothing like that. When she gathered all those prisoners and told them to say the names of the people who were attacking Denji. At the uh, at that um, noodle shop place, and they would just fucking die instantly. I was like, yeah, she she different. The sequence of events with the gun devil, oh, that was crazy, traveling to kill Makima, (laughs) and you just see this is like top panels of the year. You just see a list of every single person he's killed, 
and they're saying it like he he's in 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 something something seconds he's traveling to kill Makima and he just wiped out a city like it, it just shows all timing. all Crazy. of the names and then you see Makima does something and fucking just instantly kills the gun devil and then turn Aki into a gun pack like it's just wow everything that happens in this show like if you want to talk about fucking like i said before when we talk about god of high school's pacing you want to talk about when this show eventually gets animated and we get to that part where it's just i want <laughs> to i want to from i want to be your dog to i want a hamburger <laughs> wow wild shit <laughs> gets real dog and i'm for it so this is definitely a surprise read for me um you got three of us on the pod saying to read this shit read it yeah. you will not be disappointed uh but yes beware for those who and i'll give a warning for those who are kind of easily i don't know agitated or you don't like a lot of blood or gore stuff like that this might not be the show for you because there's a lot of fucked up scenes in this show and they don't censor it um I'll, and i'll also say if you don't like a lot of like i said horror stuff there are a lot of scenes like when they first when they got freaking forced to go to hell and they yeah. had that one panel of those freaking dude in astronaut suits <laughs> in the panel of that freaking devil standing in the middle it's a lot of creepy imagery so if you are of the faint of heart when it comes to entertainment media then i would not recommend you this show but if you are somebody who you know you read berserk you read tokyo ghoul you read shows that already have fucked up shit in it you'll this will fit on fit in right on home so that's it for me uh yeah i love it i love it i'm really mad on weekly me too. Yeah, that's the only. That's, yes, the that's it. Sucks. And uh, Daytra, I don't know if you have zoomed out yet, but uh, we appreciate you for recommending it multiple times, and we just eventually getting around to doing it. Uh, <laughs> we gotta give you your credit, G. So. Hey. Oh, did you 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 caught up on Chainsaw Man, Daytra? No, uh, no. He's saying that because I I was the one who originally recommended something that I didn't never fucking read. But I'm, I'm gonna keep it buck. I probably won't read it. If you get an anime, that's what's up. I, I just I suck at reading mangas on my phone, bro. I need like a the legit thing, thing, bro. Uh, if that ever come out, if I ever like stack up my bread to start getting them expensive ass volumes, I do that. But uh, like I said, I can't I can't read that shit on my phone. I got so many things I supposed to been been read, and I do not do that shit. So uh, I'm glad y'all enjoy it though. I knew y'all would from the synopsis that I seen from it. So. Yeah, it's it's very entertaining. Another thing, do not grow attached to anybody. Unless Don't. It's <laughs> Except Denji. <laughs> Denji, and at this point, Mak- Makima. Those are the only ones. Also, oh, that one chick, that one chick. Also, the one that... Yeah, yeah, sure. the, <laughs> the, I don't know, bro. It might be curtains for her next chapter. <laughs> might, I hope not. I hope not. Like you need a you need a consistent comic relief. She is hilarious. The scene where she ran over Denji with her and power in the car. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, Oh, I'm so sorry I ran you over. Bro, like the mangaka is amazing with those panels where they just have like stale faces after they do something stupid. Those be killing me, bro. 
especially like Denji's stupid face or like Powers' just dumb face. Like the, it's like it's like how he draws things. It's not meant to be hilarious, but just how deadpan everybody's faces are when stupid shit happens is hilarious, bro. It's just amazing timing. Like, oh my god, still fucking hurt though. But yeah, another. I feel like she go come back though. I don't think she's really dead. I hope. Yeah, not. she's a devil, so like she should. Fiend. Be back. Fiend. Oh yeah, fiend. So yeah. she should be back. I'm just I don't know, man. I wasn't prepared for it just when it happened. She got spirit gun, my nigga. <laughs> oh, hey, said don't she said don't open up that door, bro. Should have listened you to Bochita. Open up that door. Like my nigga. Got clapped. My, like that just explains how broken Makima is, G. She literally has genjutsu. Uh Dane, perfect eye control and shit like that. Summoning abilities, regeneration, regeneration, <laughs> and she can shoot spirit guns at niggas. Oh, yeah. like she, she had the intestine chain shit too, and that too. And whatever Sweet. mind control she can put over niggas, they do that, man. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta respect it, G. But uh, anything else we want to add before we move on? Nah, I think that's uh, it. All right, cool. Uh, anything we want to add about One Piece? Oh, that's it. I for I forgot to talk about One Piece. Oh, that's why I forgot. Man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, <laughs> Oda. <laughs> I don't put you on a pedestal like these other niggas, y'all. I you cool and I rock with you. Um, what? Is it the year of Kinemon now? Like it was Zoro's, I mean, it was Sanji's year. Now it's the year of Kinemon or something. Like this nigga just parted the Red Sea with Kaido's Borja Blast, an attack that can wipe out a city. And he was just like, eh, Odin power. And then he was like, all right, yeah, we, 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 we lit. I, Maybe or maybe it was like his patch update, right? Like, as if you got a if you got a PS4, right? You got slow ass internet. When it comes to those patch updates, you waiting a while for your shit to get upgraded. So maybe that's what happened with Kinemon. Like he was just like Punk Hazard dressed Rosa Kinemon was like he was still updating his um his patch update, and then it just hit him when he was fighting Kaido. <laughs> that's the only explanation yeah. I can gather because there's no way that within the period of time between Dress Rosa and Wayno that he got that 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 strong. A side character like him got that strong because I, I'm just trying to because I'm not like I keep saying I'm not huge into power scaling. I don't like to delve too deep into that community. But I, I'm gonna call shenanigans when I see shenanigans, and it's shenanigans that Kinemon is doing, or any of the Red Scabbers at this matter are doing what they're doing to Kaido, because you're making Kaido look like Jack right now. And Jack showed up at the scene, and Zoe did some things after that, because people were like, "Oh my God, Jack is so strong. Jack is, you know, he's Kaido's man. He's ever after that, Jack took constant L's." Consistent, constant L's. And now with with Meek 
uh, Nekomamushi and Inuarashi, he's done now. So I just don't want to see Kaido become Jack. Like, I just, uh, next chapter, I'm hoping for him to be like, all right, since they said, oh, since y'all said y'all want to die and go to Odin, all right, cool, bore her blast and just kills them all. And then Luffy sees it and then he goes gear fifth or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but other than the ending, because I didn't, that kind of, it didn't make me hate the chapter, but it kind of took me back like, this is Kinemon we're talking about, right? Nah. Uh, but other than that, I really liked um, the 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 mink form for Nekomamashi and Itararashi. That has been one of, to me, one of the most fascinating things ever since they introduced the mink tribe. No, I'm not a furry. Uh, fuck carrot. I know I just pissed a lot of people off. I don't care. But ever since they showed them that they can, you know, when the full moon comes, they transform into these beasts. I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. I like those types of transformations. So seeing the actual kings of the mink tribe have their form and have their, sh- well, he didn't show it and got off screen. <sighs> Damn you, Oda. The stuff that I want to see, you, you 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 skip, but the stuff I don't want to see, like Kingdomon slicing up a Borja blast in half, you you are you're more than happy to show me. I, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Um, but I mean that's it for me. Uh, other than that, I liked um, the the translations. I mean, although shout out to y'all for taking the initiative to translate the chapters. I appreciate that. Ever since uh, I just I think it's Shueisha, right? Yeah, Shueisha cracked down. It was like. Hey, I do appreciate y'all taking the initiative, but if y'all could do just do me a favor. I know I know I'm asking a lot, but take a a, a second glance at it before you submit it. That'd be much appreciated for 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 our sake and your sake. So, because them translations this week were abysmal. Like, really hey, I got this is, I got something to say um, from that. Like, and it's probably my thing with One Piece that I love and probably hate the most. Like. If you missed a chapter beforehand, you don't know what the fuck is going on when you read the chapter, the next chapter, bro. And the reason I say that is so bad, but I hate it because I could do that with any other show, but One Piece, it's so great, right? Because that means there's so much detail put into that that medium that you have to read it in chronological order or wiki it like Make Homie Chris did, and I did too. Um, but... When I was looking at the chapter, because I ain't going to cap, reading that shit, I ain't read that shit. It was so <laughs> much shit going on, and then it was just done, folks. I was like, what the fuck just happened? But when I hear y'all niggas talk about it, G, I'm like, bro, how the fuck did y'all get that much? All I remember <laughs> is that nigga have a gun, folks. That's all I remember, G. I'm like, <laughs> that nigga had a gun, G. And one nigga was like, oh, shit, he got the blink. That's all I remember, folks. I swear to God, G, I was like... Uh, I I don't I didn't even know Luffy was in that chapter, bro. I'm like, where the fuck y'all? Where was he at? But hey, dude, I, that's like it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful how all that shit can go down. Cause ever since I was a shorty, and I see One Piece. I'm like, bro, this is a lot of shit on a piece of paper. Like a lot of shit. It's not just like drawings and stuff. Like just a lot of shit. Like a lot of. Sm- People flying in the background, big ass weirdo bodies and shit like that. Hell yeah. And then y'all niggas can just read that shit and go along. And I'm like, bro, I really am a Dragon Ball fan at this point, bro. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh yeah, speaking of that, uh, shout out to the numbers being hyped up to be an L. I appreciated that. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. and shout out to uh, Luffy. Uh, I I just like the fact that Luffy was being Luffy. Um, everybody everybody on his crew was like, "Oh, you shouldn't trust SJ. You shouldn't trust SJ." He's like, "I don't give a fuck. You can join us." <laughs> Come on, bro. You good? Uh, Old as that. I just because I appreciate that just because. It, it, if it's one thing, like with Luffy's character, it's just consistent with that. Like he he don't care as long as as long as he gets to have his fun, he don't care who has fun alongside him. Uh, and I I I saw some goofy fucking post of like Luffy made a major decision and majority of his crew went against him. Like it's not that deep. It's it's not that it happened in in Whole Cake with Capone Dog. It's not that deep. <laughs> uh, so please. Don't take it out of proportion. <laughs> like it, it was like a huge like like because I every time I go on like Google, they they have like this feature where they show you know shout out to um cookies and uh, taking my data and shit. Uh, they they show me a lot of posts based off of things that I read or are engaged in. And one of the big things was like the the whole Luffy made a major decision that his crew didn't like. It was like what? No. So. It knocked that off. Uh, I like the scene where Usopp, <laughs> oh, uh, and this is that's why I said the translations were bad because I had to reread it. But where Usopp basically hid behind Nami when he um, when they were fighting uh, Ot and uh, Page One, and then he's like, "Oh, it's me, Nami. I'm the one who shot you." And then she turned around, and was like, "Bitch." <laughs> uh, I, I like that just because it, it freaking. Straw hats being straw hats, and I always like it when they when they do like little interactions like that. So all in all, I would say this is a very good chapter. It's just that scabbard stuff at the end rubbed me the wrong way. Wait, say that again. Uh, can I didn't hear you? I said all in all, I think it was a good chapter. It's just the scabbard stuff rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, that's that's honestly my only really major fault with the chapter. Uh, Same. Yeah, that's really the major fault. Cause I don't know. I need to know what type of swords these niggas using or something. Man, I don't know, man. <laughs> like I, I don't know, but it's, it's it that swordsman agenda that Oda pushing. I don't like that shit. <laughs> I don't like it. Hey, my agenda is any other swordsman but Zoro. Man, that's the hilarious part. But <laughs> hey. Uh, how how it's looking, man? I would not be surprised if I see Zoro jump across the screen and cut that nigga head off at this point. Like I'm, I'm just prepared. For yeah, if freaking Kimimon is slicing Borja Blast in half. Come on now, like yeah, Zoro's definitely Zoro's good. Gonna, <laughs> he's definitely uh, gonna man, do some I shit. can't wait to the new swordsman list that they're gonna drop real soon. That's gonna be hilarious. They already doing it. It'd be killing me. Oh, um, <laughs> Kimimon oh, number three. <laughs> he gonna say Kimimon the better swordsman than Shanks. You remember that thing I put in the uh, group Oh, they said with... Ace versus uh, Kenny yeah. <laughs> I was pissed off this whole morning, bro. <laughs> That's still hilarious. Oh, the disrespect. Shit, it's disrespect. That's about to come like the next week, G. This upcoming week is going to be wild once the official release drop because wow. niggas is going to be wild. But <laughs> let's go ahead and move on. Uh, actually, we're not going to talk about my because I want Cam to read the official chapter next week i mean this week before <laughs> oh you want me to read it yeah when, when it comes out tomorrow i want you to read it 
Yeah. All right. Okay. I want you to read it. Oh shit. <laughs> I want you to read oh, it. We'll go, is hey. it gonna piss me off? We'll see. I, I I don't wanna give you I don't wanna give you I don't wanna lead that. you on. I just want you to read it. Me and DC just right. want you to read it. Hey, I want you to read it too, bro. Come tomorrow, Daytrail wants you to read it. Once the chapter I, come out tomorrow, I know you're gonna get. You you're gonna react, G. You're gonna react. Like so, I want hey. you to read it. You're gonna react in the group chat, but I know you're gonna hold that energy for next week. So. Oh hell yeah! You already know. You already know the vibes. So yeah. So, but let's go ahead and move on. Uh, so anime news that came out this week. Uh, we already mentioned early Uzaki Chan and Rent a Girlfriends get a season two. Uh, for some goofy reason, Inuyasha was not on Funimation, but they added Inuyasha and the movies to the Funimation streaming service. Hey, uh, you can catch up on your favorites now. Yeah, I, unfortunately, especially since the uh, the new what you call it, the Inuyasha Boruto series starts this fall. Unfortunately, so are you actually gonna watch it? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no! I looked. I saw that on my anime list. I was like, and I I literally deleted that thing. I'm like, gee, I'm, I don't want to see this. Uh, what else? My teenage romantic snafu was getting a game based on this past season. So, <laughs> so uh, so basically, what this means? <laughs> Wait, you said a, a video game? Yes. Yeah, so no, man, it's a visual novel, basically. It's a visual novel. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, what this means is for all you people who are like on the UE fan train or any of the other side chicks, I do know some other side chicks in that show. It is, yeah. Uh, you can pick your own path, basically. So now, if you didn't like the fact that uh, Hachiman got with uh, Yukino, you can play the game now and you can have him choose Yui. So. It ain't canon, goddammit. It's not gonna be canon, but uh, but you can you can get that relationship if you so dare, I guess. Freak body ass niggas, man. All I'm saying is, just just remember, if you are over the age of eighteen, you are buying a you're buying an anime video game based off of a season that just ended, so that you can romance two high schoolers together. Think about that. Pick the teacher, bro. Save your pride. Exactly. Pick the teacher, <laughs> G. Plain and simple. Low key, if it's a path to the teacher, bro, I would honor that. I'd honor that playthrough. Exactly. It's still you're still promoting pedophile acts. Still, yeah, it's, it's still pedophilia, but you know, it, it, it's it's just not as bad. Exactly. Like you know, Kawakami vibes. You know. Hey. See? Exactly. Uh, moving on. Attack on Titan. Uh, the final season will drop in December, and a new trailer came out as well. I'm going to stop reading the manga when that come out. I can't wait. Shoot. If, if, yeah, the manga is still probably not going to be nowhere near ending at that point. I'm just so. saying I'm not reading the manga. Once the anime come out, I'm watching that anime. I'm not reading the manga no more. Yep. So, <laughs> is that bad, I, DC? Real, bro. I don't know we what's just going don't on. know what's going on. <laughs> I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it one. I'm going to keep it one thousand. I'm going to keep it a stack, bro. However, this fucking anime end, that's the legit end of it, bro. That's I'm, I'm going <laughs> with that same narrative. <laughs> that sounds for fucking Attack on Titan, bro. That, that's that's it, it, that shit in, bro. I don't care end. about no damn source material. I don't care about everybody looking like a goddamn dark haired German, bro. I don't get not one fuck. <laughs> Turn it to, to, to Yahweh, Jesus, whoever. However, this anime end, bro. Good, bad, ugly. That's how that shit canon. 
I mean, the mangaka did say that he wanted the he wanted the, the season finale to deviate heavily from the manga. So yeah. even I though you, so you far, that as canon. even though so far in the trailer, the trailers that they shown, everything is in the manga so far. So I don't know how much of a deviation we're going to get. But so far, what was shown in the trailer were moments. I that Did they confirm heavy. how many episodes we're getting? Uh, no, not yet. Since it's December, we're probably not gonna learn that till like around November, around November, probably. But if I had to take a rough estimate, because even like each season's been like twenty four. I think they touched twenty four, except the first season. So it might go twenty four again. Like I'm sure they want to milk it. So if it's less, then I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a, a hell of a pacing issue. But uh. Which I'm fine with as well, because some of that shit you can skip. But uh, as long as we get an ending that I feel like is more satisfying and clear. As long as there's no more Historia crap, I'm good, bro. Good. Historia belonged to the streets, according to Aaron. So, uh, but um, That shit was a <laughs> snore fest when I saw that shit. <laughs> oh, told that belonged to the streets. But moving on to gaming. Well, hold uh, on. Other anime news. Next week. Uh, first episode of the second core of season four of Haikyuu starts. Oh yeah, we'll we'll actually do the previews next week. So because like I'm still bundling that stuff up. So previews will be next week. Even though some stuff do start next week, like I think Haikyuu do start next week. But uh, that might be the only one that start next week. But previews for and uh, I cannot fall fucking wait. I cannot out, wait. So be looking out for that. Uh, in gaming news. Uh, a lot of Xbox stuff, but um, Ubisoft news: the director, lead director of Beyond Good and Evil Two, leaves because he is producing a very toxic, uh, unhealthy work environment of bullying and bullshit of the such. Oh yeah, that's yeah, basically the um. The sexual assault allegations, sexual abuse and harassment allegations that have been circling Ubisoft. I think it it really had like back when we were talking about um, when the when the 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 Me Too movement hit gaming. Yeah, Ubisoft was one of the major companies that got exposed, but of course they kind of did their whole PR stuff of like, oh. Uh, we're we're for we're for uh you know safe workplace environments yay but you know they didn't really act on anything until just now um it's still very much so fuck ubisoft in my opinion just because of like i i've i've been so jim sterling the person who i watch he's covered a lot of the stuff that ubisoft has been doing and like one of the instances is that um that tom clancy mobile game actually had like one of their updates had them fighting against a terrorist organization and that terrorist organization actually had the black lives matter uh symbol oh yeah what yeah yes so ubisoft had to come out and apologize for putting that shit in there even though i think a few months ago what did they do they put that little uh pr black and white uh template of well we stand for black lives matter and blah 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 and then they were like oh no black lives matter is a terrorist organization now so it's it like ubisoft has been looking super well no they 
they have been shady in the light. And uh, it's about time that they get a lot of changes. The CEO of the organization, he feigns ignorance, but he knew about a lot of the stuff that was going down, but he never said it. So it's fuck him too. And uh, definitely this is not where it ends because there's a lot of cleaning up that Ubisoft has to do as far as yeah. the sexual harassment uh, claims and stuff. Yep. So <sighs> it's getting messy because everybody, well, I want to say everybody, but beyond good and evil has a very strong cult following that's been waiting for this game to come out so now you have a new director we'll see where that goes from there uh go ahead and moving on don't i know t uh the tokyo game show is going on but i haven't really seen nothing major major but i know sega teased the new virtual fighter uh, I'm, I guess uh, if you're if you're into the fighting game, if you're a fighting game nerd, whatever. Um, but the the big things for me were uh, the the release date for uh, near the near remaster came out. I'm very much looking forward to that because, like I said before, um, the PS3 version. Uh, that featured a different protagonist was Japanese only. Uh, so now the Western audience is getting that like two generations later. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that. They showed a lot of, they showed a lot of stuff. I think today was it today or yesterday, but they showed a lot of stuff in regards to monster hunter rise looks really well, good. I'm so salty. I don't have a switch, bro. That's really good. So it, like it's, it looks like because a lot of people in the Monster Hunter community has been basically been saying that it's like a combination of Monster, Ho- Monster Hunter World uh, and classic Monster Hunter. And then they have the new movement mechanics. So that is looking really freaking good uh, for people who are. And I just slammed, I, I slammed them like two podcasts ago. I forgot. But Koei Tecmo, um, they had news about um, the new uh, Hyrule Warriors game that's based on that's a prequel to breath of the wild that actually looks really good but shout out to that you know a hundred dollar plus doc pack that's mm. about to come out um <laughs> i don't know but that, this is nintendo though so they might have to pull back a little bit since it's their property but we'll see uh and then they announced um altelier altelier riza 2 um uh, I have the first game. I'm still playing it. I, I'm going to beat it eventually, but they did announce that that's coming out, uh, I think, this this year or early next year. I forgot. I have to check. Um, but it is a Koei Tecmo game, so expect, like like I said, $200 plus DLC. Um, and the fan base is already mad because apparently they censored some things that are in the Japanese version, so sucks. But it's Koei Tecmo we're talking about, so yep. you got to deal with that. Uh, what else? Um for my Kingdom Hearts peeps out there, um, we got more news in regards to Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memories, which is the uh, the rhythm game for Kingdom Hearts that's coming out in November. Uh, and uh, apparently, I think next within this month, we're supposed to be getting a demo for the game. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, and then, yeah, like Chris said, we got Virtual Fighter is coming back. Yay. I don't care. It was a I like you know, it wasn't like the best fighting game of all time, but it was decent. So it's coming back and they're trying to put it into the competitive scene. So you have that. And I think that's as far as I'm concerned, that's all the major stuff that I saw in regards to the Tokyo game show. 
Yeah, that's okay. Cool, because that helps. Because I didn't, I lost track. I really wasn't trying to pay attention. I, I won't say I wasn't trying to, but nothing. It, it was like a two day event, so it was like a lot of shit that they covered. But it was kind of like, eh, didn't really need to see. Oh, I think they did. I don't know if that's tomorrow or whatever, but I do think they're doing something with the this guy is six. So I'm gonna be on the lookout for that. But I mean, they did have a lot of announcements, but like I said, you have like. You you lose me when it's like a multiple day thing in regards to just releasing trailers. Yeah, but I guess they just want to stay true to what TGS always was, which is like Japan E3. So yeah, basically. Um, but yeah. So moving on, uh, PS Five did have a over this past week did have a wave of second uh, wave of pre orders. I know GameStop did theirs yesterday. We're recording this on Saturday, so Friday. Uh, they had their second wave. I heard Best Buy had another wave, and Walmart did something as well. Didn't they say Amazon too? If Amazon did, I probably missed it. But like those were the ones I saw that had something saying like, "Hey, we're about to do some more pre-orders and stuff." So, people out there, if you really want a PS5, it's still very much possible. You just keep your ear on the streets uh, and follow Fat Kid uh, Deal Alerts on Twitter, IGN Deals on Twitter, and also follow uh, Wario64 on Twitter and also Quanflix. And you will get... And Jeff Keighley, too, because so he, he might post some shit. Jeff Keighley will, too, He but he might be a little late. <laughs> He might be a little late, depending. Even though he did pr- pr- uh, literally say, hey, pre-orders is going to happen right now on the PS5, and he did announce that. But Sony is still making... P- oh, and also, people are still getting invitations as well for the uh, through Sony to get their PS5. So, oh, so they're doing a second round of that? They did a second round. I forgot. I think they also did their a second round on Friday as well. Like I know Friday was GameStop, and I think Sony did another one as well yesterday, because I saw uh, some people on Facebook uh, and, s- and some of the groups I'm in said that they got the invite and they were able to get get it through there as well. But I, okay, but that's cool. But another thing I'm hearing about most of these second waves is is more for like the week after. So, mm. week after launch. So either way, you're getting it. <laughs> either way, so. Just throwing it out there. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and talk Xbox. Xbox, uh, w- they have they have two big news. Well, mo- a few big news. Is big pieces of news. First one is that they bought Bethesda for, f- what was it, $5.7 billion? Let me get that. Please, Chris, let me get that. Seven point five. Hold on. Before go we ahead, even bro. get about it, I'll talk about my experience. Like I said last podcast. The, the pre-order experience and then we can talk about the bethesda thing okay uh because that was kind of that was that was kind of after the the pre-order stuff happened i thought it was before um, was no, it that was after, bro. it was that before that's not that was after this happened like bro yeah this happened like in the beginning of the week bro like yeah because oh, i remember I, oh okay yeah yeah okay go ahead so <laughs> you got the you got the you got the uh gas them up uh thing uh chris 
Yep, hold on, hold on. I, I have a specific folder for these now. Yep. I'm packing the edits, guess what? He'll still be a laugh right now if you niggas ain't gas him up. Yeah, that tweet that you put is is a classic now, Xbox. Um, You got to hold that, bro. Stop talking shit and not backing it up, bro. Um, This pre-order experience with the Xbox was worse to me than the PS5, by far. Um, So for my time, it was 10 a.m. Tuesday. 10 a.m. So this is luckily I had took a break from work. I literally I timed it specifically to this moment, and I was on the mic because I was like, I'm not gonna pre-order it through GameStop or Amazon or any of these other places. Um, I'm gonna get it through the Microsoft store. So I'm in the Microsoft store. Uh, not 9:59. As soon as it hits 10, I refresh the page, go to the pre-order. Instant error. I refresh the screen again. Go to pre-order. It's pretty much sold out. Mm. Within like the first minute. Mm, shout out to them bots. Of it. And then and that's another thing. For people who are like, so looking back at it now, what Sony did is low-key smart as far as not releasing a specific time in retailers. Because that kind of throws the scalpers for a loop, like they're not prepared. But Xbox, yo dumbass, you gave them the golden ticket. You told them the date, the time, and the retailers. So they had they they had they code up and running. It was niggas posting screenshots. Of of what of the the of the the amount of places they were gonna buy them from, screenshots. Yep. Like you yep. you got a whole like so it's like thinking back on it now, it's like ultimate. The ultimate thing is is that what should have went down is that these retailers need to invest, especially like fucking Amazon, like. Dude, you're a multi like billion dollar company, dog. Like you 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 can more than enough afford to put some cybersecurity on your storefront that eliminates scalpers. Basically doing what Sony did, which is the Q system. I don't understand why these retailers, especially Microsoft Store, you your your own storefront was crashing that <laughs> that is abysmal this is one of the this is one of the opportunities where you copy sony one of the dudes one of your shareholders should have been like hey uh just for a reference uh all these other retailers are going to be chaotic but what sony did with their q system maybe we should implement that with the xbox series x May might maybe that'll that'll help us in the long run, but no. And you got subjected to the slander because that whole day you were trending, especially your storefront was trending because your shit crashed and people weren't able to get an Xbox Series X. And then when they were able to eventually get back on, oh, sold out. Uh, j- just 
abysmal. Uh, so you definitely get a clown for that. Uh, and you get a, a, a super clown for poking fun at Sony, but not being able to back your own shit up. Dumbass. Uh, Best Buy and Amazon. So a lot of people were pissed off because that Tuesday, um, Amazon and Best Buy didn't press the button to basically do the pre-orders on time. Amazon did theirs like I think an hour later or something like that. Mm-hmm. But Best Buy was like super long. And honestly, look, like I said before, looking back at it now, that was low-key smart at Best Buy. Not to press the button to allow the bots to just go crazy. Because it was through that, it was through uh, Best Buy delaying their own pre-orders that I was able to get my Xbox Series X. So I, I did get, I get, I got the X. I didn't get the S, I got the X. Um, and I got that through a... Uh, Best Buy, shout out to the store nearby me. They had stock, so I was able to pre-order mine from there. Uh, So um, I say this all to say, I am in the perfect position now. And what I mean by that, here's my diabolical scheme. I'm in a position now where I can talk shit about PC. I can talk shit about Sony. I I can talk shit about Xbox. And I can talk shit about Nintendo. And you can't tell me nothing. Because I oh, own Chief, all the him. systems. And so now, if I feel so inclined, I'm going to be negative as hell about them shits. Mm. And guess what? You might say, damn, bro, like, yo, that's kind of what you're thinking. It's a tax write-off, baby. It's a tax write-off. So uh, be on the lookout for... Uh, uh, we'll, we'll all talk about the PS5, our impressions on the PS5, but be on the lookout specifically for my Xbox Series X uh, cover. Because uh, along with this, but that's the stuff that we'll talk about now. Uh, I was actually looking at um, the launch titles for the Xbox Series X, and that shit is <laughs> pathetic. Pathetic. You ain't, they ain't got shit, basically. Uh, everything that's launching on the Xbox Series X, aside from I think Tetris, I think Tetris is the only thing that's like console exclusive. Oh, no, wait, hold on, Cam. Niggas was hyping up. T- I saw Xbox to hype up Tetris on Twitter. That shit is garbage. It's just garbage, dog. It's it's freaking music Tetris. Nintendo still has the better Tetris. It's Battle Royale. Come on now, like it. You, you, you the, your only your only console exclusive that people are talking about is this Tetris game, dog. Everything else is third party that's coming out on PC, PS4, PS5, you name it. Uh, so basically, really, uh, I mean, I'm pretty, and it comes with it. So it's like. If you get an Xbox Series X, you're getting the Game Pass. I'm hoping you get the Game Pass because that's going to be your yeah. bread and butter until <laughs> Halo Infinite drops on the Game Pass. So, I mean, that's the only really good thing about the Xbox Series X that's coming out. But aside from that, their actual launch titles, like the, the big thing that was first and foremost was Assassin's Creed Valhalla, dog. Like, <laughs> come on, G. What, what did that start <laughs> with? Garbage. You gotta, you gotta do better Xbox. You see him in there? Even though I do hope Assassin's Creed Valhalla is good, but and fuck now, Ubisoft. Uh, but yeah, that that that's my experience with it. Sony handled it way as far as themselves within their own storefronts. Sony handled it way better. It was a registration. It was a Q. It was a Q system, and I was able to walk out there with no problem. 
Um, I didn't encounter no errors. Me and Chris both did it. We encountered no errors with it. Nope. Xbox, on the other hand, I, I'm low-key grateful that Best Buy did press that button at 10 a.m. because I probably wouldn't have had that. I, I probably wouldn't have been able to snag one. Uh, but the, the overall experience between both systems were both terrible. Um, this is just a wake-up call to basically, you know, get your shit together. Y'all know this happens, especially when it comes to a new console <coughs> release. It happened with the PS4. It happened with the Switch. So at this point, it's no longer a surprise. Um, and I'll talk about this because I, I kind of want the Bethesda thing to be the focal point of the Xbox slander or whatever we whatever we dis- designated it as. Um, but Amazon did come out and say that um, for the PS5 and Xbox Series X, that people, some people have gotten emails saying that they won't be able to get it on launch date. And the reason is because they didn't expect a high volume of people buying it. Really, Amazon? Amazon. You have been being really? used as, the, I'm sorry to cut you off, Cam, but Amazon has been used more than anything else during this pandemic. More than anything else. Prime example, gee, if I was to go through my Amazon account that me and my older sister share, both of us consistently order shit. Consistently. At least it's not a day where it isn't where it's like I'm getting a notification where one of us is getting a shipment that day. You niggas have people. You can you, you know what was gonna happen. That's head ass as hell, G. That, They've that, had experience with it, with freaking the PS4 and Xbox One. And, and it's Switch. actually kind of <laughs> it's funny too because it was another story that came out that people were buying that their the actual sales of the Xbox One X went up like yep 750% or something like that. <laughs> um when the Xbox Series X uh pre-orders were uh launching. So it's like I don't understand Amazon like you are like I said you are a multi-billion dollar company I know you can invest in servers that can handle a high volume especially when it comes to console pre-orders and console releases you have no excuse and that email you sent out is pure bullshit you know you should have known when the PS5 was the way that shit was handled when your link got leaked out early that there was going to be a high volume of people getting the Xbox Series X especially given the price of the series s so you get a super clown as well because i don't know what you were thinking um you have no excuse and do better and i i'm gonna give a small w to best buy i know that a lot of people were pissed off that they didn't really they didn't start on time but they low-key did a smart thing by not starting on time yeah i definitely agree i'm not like this is very strategic very strategic, so I'm not mad at it. Uh, so yeah, they sure you can talk about the Bethesda stuff now. Oh, 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 oh. hey, Chris, you have the famous Ray J clip. Oh, oh. Wait, hold on, yes, I do. Hold up, hold up. Hold. Are we live? No, 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 yes, no. We, yes, we, yes, yes. We live. Yes. Okay, so I ain't gonna curse. Literally, I ain't gonna curse. Hopefully, let me start this by saying. R.P. my grandma. Because even though I don't believe people look down on heaven on us, I could believe she looking down on heaven and saying, get these boys. 
And thus, <laughs> so first, let me address the fan base. Let me tell y'all niggas something. It's simple as that. And I eat my word if this turns to be fact. I mean, to be false. And I actually also don't care. There will be no. Excuse me. There will be no. Bethesda games as a console exclusive. And if they are, for the niggas that saying one, y'all changing y'all tunes now, saying, oh, we don't care about exclusives and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I hate mm-hmm. console wars. I hate it with a passion. Mm-hmm. But now y'all changing y'all tunes. How many of you niggas play Rage 2? Mm-hmm. How many of you niggas play Fallout 76? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's just on the Game Pass, too. Wait, like, 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 just, just keep it buck. How many of you niggas ever played that? Like, like the only good, but oh, and technically, niggas barely played Wolfenstein, but Wolfenstein is so fucking old at this point. The only good, like, current, Doom. but that's the game that came out was Doom, and that's for hardcores, right? And they kept it simple. But if we want to keep it buck, the heavy hitters, the heavy steppers. Niggas been sucking that goddamn Skyrim titty for 10 years now. Then you got fucking Fallout, which both iterations were the worst Fallouts to ever come out. Yep. So there's this. And thing. Outer World says hi. Exactly. And that was a, 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 a port of fucking New Vegas, if you want to say anything yourself. And that was kind of mid. There's a conversation to have in which when motherfuckers get crumbs. They think they got a five-course meal, and it's not that case. Like, there's pictures going of Miles Morales on the ground with, like, a whole bunch of Xbox shit going on it, right? We gonna <laughs> praise that Xbox pattern. Cap. The Series X is the quote-unquote most strongest system. Cool. You can hide that and say over PlayStation. Fantastic. Even though I don't give a fuck about the power of the system, I just want to play video games with my friends and have a nice time in the next gen, and also I don't, you know, that game pass wouldn't it be great, cool, but at the end of the day, a nigga like me will play a game for literally one week and go back to a game I played five years ago. Cough, cough, The Witcher. So there's, there's literally, I'm not salty about it, but you have the gall. And it's not even me being a Sony fanboy. This means just owning a PlayStation. You have the gall to wave Bethesda over my head. And say Microsoft get it now. Bethesda! Nigga! What the fuck has they created new? <laughs> what is there? What is we salivating over? If that's the case, if everything is like, oh bro, we getting it because one, I want a quick example of why this shit is not gonna be exclusive. Minecraft was bought by Microsoft. It's funny because they were bought for less. They were bought for like two point something billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Minecraft was bought by Microsoft. The console war was still full in effect, but Minecraft was such a community, like, bringer together that people ain't, you know, pitchfork like they should, right? I mean, well, they, they would usually, right? But people thought Minecraft was going to be a console exclusive. Guess the fuck what? Still on PlayStation. I think it was a PlayStation Plus game at one point, but it was still on PlayStation. Um, the Minecraft story mode stuff. When you go on there, you will see Microsoft in the title screen. Guess what? You still play that shit on PlayStation. It don't matter, bro. 
And I also want to say this right now. If Microsoft didn't give a fuck about exclusives last year, what make you think they give a fuck about it now? They don't. They care about that Game Pass. That's it. They care about giving their audience, which I'm actually saying right now, bro, in the future, Microsoft is ahead of the game at the moment with Stadia traffic, dude. But they are focused on integrating their audience into a streaming-based gaming system to get a monthly-based income that people will forget that they paying, just like Netflix, just like Disney+, Plus, just like ESPN+, Plus, just like everything in between. That's what they're focused on because streaming services is what's going to be ushered in this future. Somebody on... I think it was Michelle podcast, which now was Funhouse. His name was Adam. He said this is gonna happen. People actually caught the cap. That's what they focusing on, bro. Fucking exclusive, G. Like at the end of the day, fuck it, bro. There's such a a shit argument now. Like, uh, yeah, Sony niggas hold it over people's head because we literally play good games at points, bro. But it's such, yo, yo. At the end of the day, about this bullshit, and I'm about to go on a uh, Bethesda slander fest. At the end of the day, bro, ain't nothing gonna make you buy a PlayStation over an Xbox, bro. Just, just put that shit out there, bro. Ain't nothing gonna do that shit, G. Nothing in your life is gonna make you buy a PlayStation over an Xbox. Not if the PlayStation was more powerful. Not if it had less exclusive, because apparently y'all like that shit. Not if it had Halo. You buy Xbox because that's what you grew up on. That's where your friends are at. That's what you love. You don't care about no goddamn SSD. Or no fucking ram or teraflops. Pixel and your flops is going there. We don't give a fuck. Nigga, you ain't even go to school for it. So why do you care? Like you don't care. Nobody cares about that shit. I don't play a PlayStation for what the fuck the PlayStation got. If the real my PlayStation for, I get pissed off at it. Nigga, I go to the goddamn PlayStation store. I'm gonna have to turn my fucking PS4. So that there's I don't play, but I play that shit because look. My whole life is dedicated to PlayStation. My people, I can say the brothers and best friends are on a PlayStation. So when another PlayStation come out, guess what the fuck I'm going to get? Unless they're trying to finesse me, which I'm not getting finessed. A PlayStation. But let me go on this Bethesda thing. Bethesda, you are such a failure of a gaming company, bro. Ooh. Mm. It's Let not them. even, it's not even, you sold it. Okay, and shit, in your eyes, you probably be like, yeah, this is big. We got billions of dollars off of some shite games. AKA finesse, cause it ain't worth whatever billion dollars that you did get. I'm gonna I'm keep the buck. But you're so shite. Honestly, I think the best way, I mean the best move going forward is Xbox taking over or Microsoft taking over Bethesda. Cause we probably get some quality. I, out of this podcast, what Cam is the JRPGs, I am to the Western versions. You know what I'm saying? I'll play them bitches. And I don't, I don't, we, what I mean by that, like, Kim regularly don't play ARPG. It's not like he played that shit he done with. He logging in hundreds of hours. I'll play them bitches. The regular Fallout 4, I have beat that game four times. Please, I already was going to admit myself to a Satyar hospital. I don't know why I did that shit, right? So, I know how this shit works, right? So, I enjoy 
Bethesda games at that point. But they, for a long time, it's kind of like, people don't understand that. For a long time, their success was based on them being the only niggas that's doing that in this market. That's their success. Skyrim was the only game that was like that at that time. Yep. Fallout was kind of the only game like that at that time that was used through both systems, right? Now, you kind of had, it was like the apocalyptic game, you kind of had, you know, PlayStation with the Metros and shit like that, and I don't know what the fuck Xbox had, but like, but like Fallout was the only like guns RPG or Skyrim with guns or whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? At that time. But as time go forward, people took what y'all did and made it better. The Witcher is such a superior medieval RPG in every which way and form. And the fact that you can't even look at a modded playthrough on YouTube of The Witcher. No views. Because the base game is so fucking good that it don't need that. But why is that not the case with every fucking Bethesda game? Mm. Every single one. In order to get peak Bethesda game, not even just to patch they shit. Because modders patch their game, bro. That's what they do. Pretty much. But for people to, for me to enjoy a Let's Play of Skyrim, I have to go to an ultra-modded playthrough to actually see somebody enjoy that base game. Me, DC, and Cuz play Skyrim. But Cuz, in order to enjoy that game, he had to make him into fucking Super Negro. His nigga was Homelander for him to enjoy that game. I made my dude the same way, and I got bored. (laughs) There was no saving it. So... Yeah. I say all that to say this. It is a colossal failure that you sold that. You used to be something of legend, right? Used to be a company that that people wanted to be as. But now you're shite. Because you honestly thought what you were good at, you can integrate the shitty practices that other companies did. Fallout 76 is such a colossal failure that you don't even talk about it anymore. That people spent their money on whatever that you Kool-Aid that they were sipping just because they were fans of the product. You, you, you didn't even give them what they, you didn't even get them their get back. As the Chicago niggas would say before they kill somebody. You didn't even give them their get back. You you simply gave us something shite. Not us, because I wasn't a fucking fool to get that game. My little brother got that game from a pawn shop when he bought his PS4, and they said, take this game. <laughs> it not happen. They said, take it. They was like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, 2K, that's going to be like $5 with it. This going to be like that, that, that. They was like, here, but Fallout, we'll give, we'll give you Fallout 76 for the free. You can take it. No questions asked. In the disc. No, the book wasn't taken out of it. All was there. Because the game is such a colossal failure. And you still haven't addressed how much of a failure it is. 
will never in my life ever stand Bethesda again, right? I was so happy for Fallout 4. And people, I need to have a, 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 a moment in which I let y'all niggas know something, right? If the game is not Witcher, Persona, or, or Final Fantasy 15, probably my three favorite games of all time. Persona 5, to be exact. If I play that game more than five times, it is not because of an enjoyment, right? It's like putting myself through a hyperbolic time chamber. If I can suffer through so much shit, it will make me a better reviewer. It will make me a better, a better talker in a sense of I can compare games to the absolute worst. I played Fallout 4 five times. Not because I enjoyed it. Because whenever I play another RPG, whenever I play another game that have any aspect of looting, multiple choices, all that type of stuff, I have highs to say what a great game makes. You got Witcher. If you want to make a beautiful medieval role-playing game action, you have the standard of the Witcher. If you want to make a game that involves guns, things like that, you got games like GTA, fucking name of the game. Say, I'm actually watching this fight at the same time, so I'm gonna lose my train of thought to try to figure out how to do it right. If you want, if you want games that involve hard, like hard RPGs, you got like Sekiro, the Dark Souls, and things like that. So you have games in which you can in which you can can say these are the standards even like something like a dragon age inquisition but you got to be like a real rpg fan to sit through some of that boring shit but when you you when you have those standards to go off of you have something that you can pinpoint and say this is peak i played fallout 4 four or five times because whenever I play another RPG, whenever I play another game with guns, I don't have I don't have that to say this is something that's peak. I have something to say this game was bad, but it wasn't fucking this. It wasn't that. Now, when we do a scale of one to ten, I don't say this is a ten or this is a one. Y'all know I don't give ratings, but I will say this. It was a fucking Fallout 4. And when I say it was a Fallout 4, that means all the hopes, dreams, aspirations, expectations, things that I wanted, things that I thought I was going to get, I didn't achieve it. I got royally without loot, with, without spit, without blood, without anything that could make this process any smoother. No, no septicides, no nothing to put me to sleep, no painkillers, nothing to knock me the fuck out. I sat there, strapped to a chair, and took a worldly fucking when I played that game. So now whenever I go through something that gives me an inkling of dissatisfaction, I can say it was bad, but it wasn't this. So yeah, I'm mad. Can I be happier? Of course. Because if Bethesda actually makes the, the day popular games, Xbox exclusive, 
That means God's answered a prayer that I didn't ask for. And that <laughs> prayer is, I will never ever have to literally set aside and put myself through something so bad, so wretched and disgusting, unless it is on a subscription service for a fucking dollar, because that's what it's kind of worth. I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, you hit everything on the head. I ain't mad at it. Uh, it's niggas out here hyped. I don't know how you can be hyped about. <sighs> it's um, just it sucks. Company. I won't say a felon company, but five point seven billion dollars is a lot of money. No, seven point five billion dollars. Ooh, ooh, I got 7, the numbers 7. mixed. Ooh, apologies. Seven point five billion dollars, and you're not getting guaranteed exclusives. So, it's, all right. it's, but we know why. We know why. But go ahead, Cam. Tell them why. So basically, there's two two things, right? Another a funny thing about Bethesda is that they said that they're they're going to be um, improving their current engine, not making a new one, but improving their current engine. So mm, that doesn't give me hope for the future of Bethesda. Um, and another thing, this benefits solely Microsoft not us as consumers mm -hmm. so the re that so fallout bethesda doom um death loop all those games are going to be multi-platform cool right so if i were to buy death loop if i were to buy the next doom game on my ps5 what happens during that transaction is that all that money's going to microsoft yep. because they own they own that they own it it's theirs. That's the benefit for them buying Bethesda. That does not benefit you consumers at all. You are just buying the game. So I don't understand why people are getting super hyped about this. Like it's some kind of like, oh, Xbox killed PlayStation. You're done now. This benefits solely Microsoft, not you as a consumer. Because you're still going to be buying the Xbox Game Pass or you're going to be buying it for $70 on a PS5, whatever, right? You're going to get it by any means necessary because you're a gamer. So that's kind of the big thing. The other thing is that as far as the Xbox is concerned, uh, what you have to realize is this only benefits this benefits the game pass in a sense that you're technically getting all these bethesda games future bethesda games for 15 dollars but you also have to realize that that is a recurrent payment that you're doing so whereas on the sony side you could buy the game for 70 dollars 60 dollars whatever sony's adapting at this point um you can buy it on their side for that much money, or you can just, you have the game pass whenever it releases on Xbox, you pick it up and you play, you install it and you, you play it. So there's a benefit to that because it's, it's kind of cheaper. The costs do add up eventually because you're paying $15 over a 12 month period, which for like, it's $1 and then it's $15. And I think they raised the price to $24. I'm going to do $15 because that's how much I'm paying on the PC for now. So to be generous. So I'm paying $180 a month for the Xbox Game Pass. 
Whereas if I just wanted to get an individual game, it'd be like 60, 70, 80, whatever, how many dollars. Um, you also have to take this into account for the Xbox Game Pass. And as we move forward towards a streaming-based uh, subscription service when it comes to video games, you do not own these games. That's the biggest thing that I can take from this. If something were to happen to Xbox Game Pass in the future is not certain at all, you're done. You you're not it's not like hey give me give me my games back give me the no you knew you signed the agreement you gave them their money it's over you don't own those games at all so if something were to happen to the services tough shit uh whereas if you were to get it digitally the only thing that would be an issue would be um i don't know because then they didn't they shut down ps3 servers let me Google it real quick. Chris. I'm about, I'm googling that right now because I don't know. Because as far as like digitally owning games, even if like the service were to get shut down, you can still access your download list and you can still download the games. Uh, let's see. Yeah, between like 2019 and 2020, they were going through the process of like shutting down a lot of game servers, but the actual like ps3 servers like the get to access to the store and stuff i believe is still active yeah so like as long as you can access your playstation account on on like your ps3 or ps4 you can still you can still get you can still access and i'm pretty sure that's how they'll keep it right like it's not necessarily that you can play games online or whatever through ps3 uh like you, you might not be able to do that anymore, but you can still access your digitally downloaded games. That's how it's going to be handled, as long as it's like a full purchase transaction. But when it comes to the Xbox Game Pass being a streaming service, you don't own those games. So if something were to happen to that system, tough shit. Uh, so those are just a few things to look out for. Is this Bethesda thing big? For Microsoft, yes, because since it's multi-platform, that means that they can reach out to more people and that's more money in their pockets. That, that That's a bag for them. If it's through Bethesda, Bethesda has a lot of dumbass uh, fanboys, so they will buy Bethesda games and Microsoft will get a lot of money for that. So that's good. it's big for them. Now, is this, oh my God, Sony killer, Sony needs to respond? No, Sony's still good. They're going to get the games. People are going to buy them on the PS5. It is what it is. Um, so you guys are super overreacting to this. It's not that, it's not that big. It's not that deep. Ultimately, this benefits the producers, the, the big shareholders' pockets more than anything. As you as a consumer, them buying Bethesda means fuck all to you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it for me. All right, and I don't really have much else to add. Like, you niggas felt like to me. To me, it's just primarily like, gee, seven point five billion dollars. And I feel yep. like within this console generation, nothing new is gonna come out from Bethesda. There's gonna be a there's gonna, Fallout Five is gonna come out for some goofy reason. They're gonna keep pushing Fallout seventy six. 
Lord knows when the new Elder Scrolls drops. Um, and they have Starfield too. I don't give a fuck about that because I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, and like Doom, like that doesn't appeal to nobody but PC gamers. Let's just keep it G real. Primarily, that's a PC geared towards franchise. So, and then all the other like IPs that they have that have some kind of respect. I don't think nobody cares enough. At least on the Xbox side of things. So it more so it's more so like a it's a it's a PC thing because like if I yeah. could describe Bethesda perfectly, with the exception of Doom, is when it comes to most of their games, they lay out the groundwork and the modders make the game. And unless Xbox integrates modding. Like, if Xbox Series X goes like, yeah, we're integrating modding, you can mod games on our console, then okay, now you're talking, but I highly doubt that. So it's like, doesn't doesn't really, to me, it's like, I, you can get it on console, but Bethesda games, to me, are meant to be played on PC, because it's the modding community that makes yep. those games. Yep. That, no lies. No lies when it comes to that. So, it's going to be what? It's going to be what Bethesda makes it because they got their bread to me. They got their bread. So nothing really hyped about. Uh, we can go ahead and do the main topic because I feel like we're due for one. And we've been doing three-hour podcasts the past few episodes. So ain't nothing new if we touch three hours. So uh, main discussion this week, uh, since we've been talking about uh, pacing and lack of plots and or feel like lack of plots because of poor pacing or super fast pacing i want to discuss i feel like what will what how important is pacing in anime and manga or even just comic books as a whole uh so dc i will actually like you to lead this discussion because you're the writer amongst us as well so i'll let you cook from here so the question was like, how do I, how important is pacing? Yes. Um, okay. Like in general, at least for me and from what I learned in school, uh, pacing is a big factor when it comes to like keeping the reader engaged within the story. Cause if you give too much, if you give too much info or too little um, the, the the sequence of events and how you place things could deteriorate the excitement for other events. Like all that is extremely important. And I feel like specifically within, um, since this is like, you know, top black otakus of the culture, I'm gonna use manga, for example, cause we've had a lot of bogus endings from 21 and 2019. I'll say that a big downfall in a lot of, you know, these stories is pacing. And so I think for me, that should be the number one thing in a lot of the plot in a lot of these stories. And so for me, it's a big factor. Not much as when I was a shorty, there was a lot of things that I didn't like and I didn't understand, but pacing is a big factor in a lot of those things. So for me, yeah, it's really important. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would say just the important, pacing just factors in just in terms of like you said, engagement, but just how everything flows. Like you mentioned, like how with manga specifically, a lot of those endings we just feel downtrodden by. Like Demon Slayer being a prime example of just like 
damn, shit just happened fast. Like even yeah. like 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 Cam and Daytrail, like I'm sure they just they were reading it just see the ending and the way shit just happened fast. It just felt like another Naruto clone. Yeah. Another Naruto ending. With, with almost no reasoning to it as it's, well to me. It was so a like, beeline to the ending and we had no time with I mean, besides Tanjiro and Inosuke, everybody else was just... I felt like I didn't see the full extent of what you could have given us mm-hmm. with a lot of the characters in that show. Agreed. Because, like, like with the Tanjiro literally becoming a demon thing, that's like, oh, shit. Like, he became what he hated. Ended in, like, half a chapter. Yes. Like, bro, like, I want more. And then, like, we always bring up Demon Slayer. I mean, not Demon Slayer. I mean, uh, and for anime-wise, like, you could bring up uh got a high school easily but it's a decent amount of anime that came out where i noticed the pacing is like just like pretty bad and even in the slow aspect like as much as we love dragon ball z here the fight of namek the when namek about to explode being five minutes g and lasting almost 25 something episodes it didn't need to be that long like it was Super dope Sandry, to see. Goku. Not yeah. to, not to be a shield, but I think there's a difference between like like pacing and suspense. And I do believe the pacing is bad, but there's a difference between pacing and suspense. Like suspense, like, and I think Dragon Ball did a bad job of of suspense and letting shit last 15 episodes and being like, what the fuck is gonna happen next? I always point to the Super Saiyan 3 thing, but that's more suspense than pacing. Mm-hmm. Like Pacing is like trying to give him point A to point B and win. Mm-hmm. Like, dynamic shit was kind of like, you know, the world blowing up. This is happening. That is happening. Fuck, what the hell? But, like, that pacing shit, like, you know, when you talk about, like, Demon Slayer and, 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 and God of High School, like, the Demon Slayer shit was just like, bro, didn't need none of this shit. While, like, the God of High School is like, bro, we need some of this shit. So, yeah. it's, it, it, I think it's a little bit different, you know? If I was to say like a slow paced anime, I think of something like, because there's actually good slow paced anime. I think JoJo is a, a great slow paced anime. Uh, yeah, JoJo does a decent job at pacing. Uh, I'm trying to think. Hey, Dion, nigga, what's a what's a horrible slow paced anime, my nigga? <laughs> I heard Hitman Reborn is slow, but I don't yeah, know why. it is actually. I could yeah. I could attest to how slow that shit is because wait, what show? It's this show called Hitman Reborn. Uh, I recently binged it last year or early this year. I don't remember. But, uh, but yeah, it was a show I watched when me and my little brother was younger. But, like, it's dang near, like, 200, 300 episodes. And a lot of those episodes, you could just sit there and be like, this could have been, like, one episode. Oh, in you fucking Yasha, bro. In you yeah. 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 Yasha. Fucking Kagome. Yasha. That's what bro. Oh my god, bro. I ain't never bro. I can't tell bro. I I tell you, bro, I done watched like 12 episodes of E watching, bro. I'm gonna keep it buck, bro. I don't know what the fuck ever happened, G. That shit's so ass, dog. I never willingly watched that show. It always popped up. I never willingly watched that show. Bro, I tried, G. It's an OG. <laughs> you got you can, I feel like almost everybody tried to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> tried when I was a kid, and my dad was like, nah, this stuff is it's a no. We're not watching That's it. Still hilarious. Your father say no. You're not watching this bullshit. Well, father's a great man. <laughs> but yeah, bad. but I I definitely agree with Yasha. Like, 
I'm if if I could, I could bring my little sister over because I think she's the only person I know that finished it. But just the point, the point A and point B of it being the destruction of what was that nigga name? I forgot that the main enemy's name. No, I forgot Buddy's hmm. name, but the main enemy, whatever dude's name was, it it is like they took every turn possible to extend the series. Like each time they had the final fight, it wasn't the final fight. He found a way to get out, move on, and continue to uh to extend the series for another fifty or so episodes. Uh, like uh, I would try to. So I think you know, there's one thing that I think since we talking about pacing that should be said like what i was saying earlier i think suspense and pacing go hand in hand in terms of storytelling especially what type of story that you're saying uh and i think if you get like the suspense knocked down and the reason for point a to point b depending on the type of emotion you're trying to portray patient is not an issue like if you know what you're trying to portray inside the story it is not an issue. I think of perfectly paced shows. I think if you wouldn't even go with f- slow and f- uh, fast, in my opinion, right? Like, though I'm me and Chris, the only people who watched it, like Made in Abyss is a perfectly paced, slow paced show, Joe. It is perfectly paced. Like, yeah. it is, and, and, and fuck you, extra. And in that, <laughs> that aspect, yeah. uh, extra go hit out in the podcast on BD. But uh, in that aspect, like, what they did with the suspense of like it's a 12 episode show and the way it was paced it, it made it seem like this show was all about like adventure and shit like that until shit hit the fan you were like bro this is some really dark shit and it was paced so well that the emotions that you felt through each episode was granted and let me think of a fast paced show that does it good um I can't stroke off villain saga too much so I'm not gonna say that uh, hey, 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 Byron, you a you an anime connoisseur? Byron, nigga, you an anime connoisseur? What is a perfectly fast-paced show that's perfect? Come on, two seconds. I got one, but go ahead, DC. Fully Cooley is only six episodes, right, and yeah. it does a lot. It does things better than shows that have like long-running series. So, um, uh, I think Fully Yeah, Fully Cooley is a extremely fast-paced. You get to shit real quick um like i think with shows like full the full metal alchemists the the uh code geasses i think no matter what pace you go at i think you have to have an equal amount of information given if you're gonna go slow you should still keep the level of information given to the viewer because if there's a lot of nothing happening whether it's fast or slow it's gonna be shit yeah, I'll say a perfect example of that. We we I just talked about it was ReZero. Yeah. Like ReZero, we still in this fucking forest for the entire season. <laughs> the whole season. And oh, not the, got it the one pace, step further. The pace of the show is not necessarily them being in the forest, uh, but it's um about Subaru's freaking mind fuck journeys, basically, and how each time he resets we as the viewers even though it's like oh my god he's still he's still resetting with freaking amelia collapsed next to him but we still learn new things like mm. we still we're still learning more about um the contract 
the 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 witches that surround him and like there's still enough information present to where it's like i have one side of me going like if you don't get off this fucking force right now i'm, I'm gonna be done but uh, it's another <laughs> side of me going like i don't mind it so as long as there's interesting because there's each episode there's something new and fucked up happening each episode to make me go like okay whatever you're still in the forest who cares um and i'll even say that a show can be paced decently and still the pacing isn't what makes or breaks the show prime example rent a girlfriend <laughs> rent a girlfriend had decent pacing Indeed. decent pacing like each episode had a, a purpose as far as that nigga being a pathetic simp but as far as like them progressing from episode one to 12 there wasn't really anything being rushed or too fast or too slow it was a decent pace through and throughout but what that show lacked was character development so it's like i would say that pacing is definitely a fat and it's an integral factor but you can have decent pacing shows and it's still garbage promise neverland another yeah. one Promise Neverland, Neverland had Promise decent Neverland. pacing. Yeah, she was still ass. <laughs> I think like the reason why I think that pacing kind of make or breaks because there's a ton of shows that people say, "Oh, this is good," but in the manga, but in the anime, they rush certain things. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of something besides got a high school. I'm trying to think of another anime, but I've heard that oh, phrase yeah, a lot. Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah. I was about to bring up Tokyo Ghoul is another one. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul was really good in the in the the manga, and then but I, I it wasn't even that wasn't pacing. It was they just said fuck the manga. That <laughs> they they that's what that's yeah. what Tokyo Ghoul did. It wasn't necessarily pacing. It was that they literally were like, we're not gonna follow the original source material. We're gonna add something new, and then in in tune with that, definitely pacing was a part of that equation because the new stuff that they added was so rushed it made no sense that we as the viewers were like what's going on and then byron told me that re did a lot of stuff as far as like not integrating certain things from the manga and um and not not integrating stuff in the manga and rushing things towards the end so yeah i definitely yeah. i will agree i i i'm not arguing the fact that pacing isn't an issue i will say that it is a part of the equation though yeah yeah and you're right especially like another another example is Fullmetal Alchemist, the original one. It didn't follow. <laughs> the original did not follow the manga at a certain point, and they delved into new elements, and they rushed those elements. And now, and then we got a really shitty ending. And then what happened is that they had to go back, redo the show, and follow the original source material with good pacing, and we got the one of the a perfect anime. So I, I was like. Say I will say that 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 strong writing, I think, is the only thing that can overtrump pacing. And what I mean by that is, you look at it. Now, I might be in the minority here, but you look at something like the fucking goat. You look at something like One Piece, and we in the same shit for like four years, bro. But the nigga got <laughs> such strong writing. He got such fucking strong writing, G. Yeah, that's the only thing that I trust. Any other show, look what happened when Naruto was in that war arc, bro. Niggas was ready to blow up. Yeah. Niggas was ready for it, G. Niggas was ready for that shit to to die, and not I'm not even just talking about 
I'm not even just talking about um like because of the filler. Literally, canon war shit, canon war, canon war art stuff was paced horribly. Yep. Like a lot of that fighting towards the end when Madara like went that white safe, a lot of that shit was like, bro, let's wrap this shit up. We don't need it. Like, but like great writing will over Trump pace it any day. And, and that's why I think the sec- that's why I'm so turned off by God of high school, bro. Cause it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily like they, the world is interesting. Like that shit, the, the, the world is so interesting. The characters are interested, but like, bro, I can't, you can't let me adjust. There's so like, much stuff getting thrown at you that it's like, <clears throat> what like, the hell am I supposed to pay attention adjust. to? You can't let me, when a character, and I, I'm not saying this shit happened yet, but when the, if a character get betrayed, you can't let me ponder on the character getting betrayed. We own to the next already. So that shit ain't mean nothing. When, when, I like, like when Jin, when we found out Jin had healing powers and now this nigga got that, and now this nigga got that, the healing powers ain't mean shit. Like it, it's it's a it's a like yeah definitely, definitely. it's it, it's like what the hell and that's why I'm like that's why I'm like I don't think God of High School is necessarily bad like Fire Force don't got the fucking best pacing because at one point in the episode they could be all that we getting lore heavy we getting this and that and then that next episode be like what yeah. the fuck we at <laughs> it definitely flip flops that don't have the best pacing but like Fire Force. Sometimes keep yourself up with the shit that they saying. When you look at God of High School, you just be like, bro, like, like, man, these these fight scenes, bomb. This is that. This is that. Korean I names are already hard to fucking get. Bro. So when you start giving me Korean names, and then you moving towards the plot at the the, the sound of light. I mean, the speed of light. Oh yeah, you, you lost me, G. Because now I don't know what the fuck we talking about. So. It's just like you have to have strong fucking writing, bro. Like strong. I say I noticed that when it comes to manwas, right? Manwas typically kind of like Korean manwas typically kind of have like fast, fast burners. Like even though Tower of God wasn't necessarily like action heavy, they did do a lot. Like we went from we went from this man is at a at, at a cave to now he's in this tower. Like now and now, well, Rachel betrayed him, and now it's like a uh, time skip. Now he has long hair and he's a badass now. Like it, it like we we go so fast. And solo leveling is another example. Weak ass nigga. Two ten chapters later, later he's buff, and he's like the most powerful thing known to man. Got a high school, starts off as a high school tournament. Now niggas is Dragon Ball Z characters, and talking about keys and gods and shit like that. Uh, so I think I've, no- I've noticed that with a lot of um, Korean manuals that I've personally read, that they they definitely tend to be more like, we're just going to throw a whole bunch of shit at you and hopefully you can keep up with it. Whereas when it comes to some of the like the, the manga that we've read, and I think this more so, the pacing more so even goes, it amplifies when it comes to final arcs of shows. I think that's when it that's when the, the the ultimate test of pacing is 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 it's determined by especially when it comes to anime when they tend to deviate from the original source and another perfect example of that will be Attack on Titans <laughs> coming up so now like we can put that into action we can see how is the pacing compared to the month because I like y'all saying like shit is fucking I don't know what the hell's going on are they gonna apply that to 
season the season finale are they gonna do something different or are they gonna do something different but it's it's in the same vein as the manga where we're like okay what the hell is going on a perfect example of pacing i don't know why we didn't say this but we say it's damn near every other fucking month at this point a perfect example of good pacing to shit pacing fucking game of thrones that is a perfect (laughs) of great pacing immediately just goes to shit bro in the span of a couple (laughs) seasons see like, if you was to show a person season one of Game of Thrones and how beautifully season one through four, especially like around season two or three, when they was in a prime around the red wedding and all that type of shit, bro. If you was to show somebody that, it did show them niggas the last two seasons after that, it's two different shows. It's two different shows. It's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, and then when you go into something like, like like the boys or what's another like the fucking wire or like the OG just greats. You 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 I heard you Empire was good. I haven't watched it, but I heard it was good. You gotta go to Chris for that one. I don't know. <laughs> Empire. Ghost. Um but like with like something like the wire, the, the greats and the shows, those just just greats because they did everything right until the end. I think the last season of Wire was kind of shite. But like they did everything, or the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is perfectly paced, bro. I was on my ass. I, I waited for the Mandalorian every week, G. Waited, waited. Oh, it was nothing. Man. Nothing wrong with it, bro. Nothing. It was just greatness. But that was also because, uh, and that's like another thing that we can take into account when it comes to pacing, is that Mandalorian wasn't necessarily a like a concurrent plot that was happening, each individual episode had his own story to tell that mm-hmm. didn't necessarily relate to what was happening in the world. Like they, they didn't really necessarily tie into what was going on as far as, you Star know, Wars. Baby Yoda's important. That's literally, that was it. So because they didn't have that shackle of everything has to tie together for the end point, they they could kind of take their they could do what they want to do with their pacing before when you compare it to something like game of thrones where everything has to tie up to something and the end point was trash so like i think that's another um, point to take when it comes to pacing is the individualized journeys versus a concurrent journey very true and also how much hype is put in it like you can't you can't wind and damn me and and give me all this buy me jewelry and 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 get my hair cut and buy me 2k21 and all that type of stuff and then give me some trash vagina like that just don't work out <laughs> it don't work out whatsoever hmm. like you at the end it's you're true. gonna be like this was off or not i know my i got a fresh lineup fresh outfit i had the parking lot on smash but the vagina was trash, bro. It's just <laughs> that's, that's probably a perfect analogy. <laughs> that low key is because it's like that's pretty much like a lot of anime or no, just medium in general is that they know how to start but they don't know how to end. Yeah, that's the thing. I think even and even getting to the like just the middle like your middle could be so exciting it's just like dang okay now how do i, I keep it buck bro if yeah. a show peak in the middle 
you about to have a problem with that ending, folks. Bleach. Yeah. Yeah. Bleach. Bleach is a prime. No, Bleach. Oh my God, Bleach. No, Bleach peaked in the beginning. That was the the beginning. No, and then they had that one good arc with the Orihime rescue arc when they went to um whatever that place was and they had that fight with Grinjow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had that fight with Grimjaw. That shit was lit. I like that arc. After that, I'm gonna keep it G real, man. That arc did not get lit until the eyes and highlight tape. That's me. That's my hot take. Eisen was wasting them niggas. Eisen highlight tape was was peak excellence of that arc. Grimjaw was cool too. That after when Grimjaw was around, cool. But Eisen. Carried the remainder of that arc. I'll say the eyes and stuff up until when Ichigo came with his like super Jesus power with no explanation and then loses that shit. Because that the ending of that arc was ass. So I I don't. <laughs> I think but Bleach got like two arcs. That's it. Two and a half. It only got two arcs. Two and a two and a half. Well, no, one and a half. One and, one and a half. half. Yeah, you're right. One and a half. My fault. <laughs> one, one and a half, half good arcs, and then after that, it just goes because like it wasn't even. Like it peaked, like Soul Society was amazing. I love it. It's really freaking good. Uh, but like after Soul Society arc, it goes down and then it peaks again towards the end of the Orihime rescue arc with the Aizen stuff, with the Grim Jow stuff. That was cool. Uh, even uh, what was the other dude's name? The freaking Ukiora. Uh, the Ukiora, yeah. the Ukiora like stuff him. too. He was dope. I didn't like, care about dude. That was cool. But then you go again towards the ending with the fu- the yak stuff and oh I could go back in time and stuff and then Ichigo gets a power up and then he loses it one panel later. Remember the uh the little Quincy arrow with the silver that miraculously oh makes his powers stop and mm-hmm. we just heard about it and we was getting rinsed by this nigga this whole arc and you just pull it out at the end. Like it yep. just bleach bleach had a terrible it had a terrible um way of introducing things making giving us false hope and then the very next day like and eh, never mind yeah he he did a lot of that like i bet in his head he was writing the story out he's like i have these things that i want to do these cool moments but he didn't know how to get to them and well, didn't know how to explain it not end them because well, even that arc ended with like like ichigo fight final fight happened but it was still like four or five other events happened that never got answered. That he never went back to. Yeah. And then, and then he was like, oh, he, he ended it with his original Zanbakuto. Like, Which makes okay. no sense. The old <laughs> Zanbakuto stuff they were talking about earlier like, in the art. Like, gee, that's like Goku beating Jiren in base form. <laughs> by himself. Without, like, just, yeah, just by, by himself. himself. He 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 attain no he attains master ultra instinct, hits Jiren no he obtains ultra master ultra instinct walks towards Jiren his back breaks, then he gets up, in back broken base form and beats the shit out of Jiren. Mm. That's ass. That's horrible. I was sat through that stuff. Hey, but so I was talking to so many guys in a party because I was simultaneously watching that amazing UFC event, tuning the threes in the rings for me to review that joint. It was amazing. Um. But they, I asked them a question like, you know, depending on slow or fast, what are some shows that, that's paced at those rates but still good? Of course, you know, some of them said Venice Saga. Uh, they brought a Parasite. Have y'all seen Parasite? Parasite is fast. Parasite. Shit. Yeah, Parasite definitely. 
Um, they said that Gurren Logan for anybody that watches, is slow paced, but it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That ending. <laughs> um, what else did they say? Oh, I'm sorry. I know we we look me and DC out of stands in this group of that, but 90s Berserk is fast paced, and that stuff is grade A beauty, bro. Pure entertainment, <laughs> amazing up and down. Perfection, um, like the last couple episodes, they just hit you with shit, but it, it's amazing. Yeah, the last episode is extremely fast paced, but it, yeah. it, it rounds off good. It make you like, I think if a show make you want to read the source material after that, bro, that's a mark job. of a good show. That yeah. is a mark of a good show, man, bro. It make you want to read that shit and be like, bro, I got I got to get my fix somehow, Joe. <laughs> that shit. Um, I think a show that was fast paced that I kinda like that was mid because that happens too. Like Trigon, Trigon pace and made that show like eh to me. Cause it wasn't even fast paced at first. Towards the end, like the last like 10 episodes, bro, they just start throwing shit at you, G. And I'm like, yo, so so Vash is not human. So they are angels. So his brother is alive. So this nigga don't want to die. So this nigga don't kill people. So this nigga can't kill people. So this nigga a bitch. And I was just all at the end. I was like, all right, it's over. It was funny, though. Okay. All right, anything else we want to add about this discussion? We could uh, get ready to start. Uh, basically, at the end of the day, don't be like rent a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, don't so. rent bitches, period, bro. All right, but we got clowns out here. Uh, where's my goddamn thing at? All goofies. All right, so we got a new clown hall of fame. G, uh, this is very easy. Uh, Tory Lanez. Oh my god, yeah, that album. G. That was mine too, bro. Yo, <laughs> look, man, he's in the Hall of Fame, Dumb bro. As hell. He's in the Hall of Fame, bro. And I'm pretty sure when we have Meg on the podcast to talk anime and stuff like that, she's gonna be happy to know we put that bastard in the Hall of Fame. So, if you have been living under a rock, Tory Lane shot Meg the Stallion months ago. Twice. He stayed quiet for months until he came out of a rock. What was it? Thursday morning, afternoon, said, all right, time to break my silence and whatever bullshit. He, so everybody thinking, oh, he's going to go on IG Live. He's going to tell his side of the story. Okay. Okay. So instead, he drops an album. An album. A 17-song album. The titles, G, the titles, dog. Some of those song titles were t- clearly enough for me. It was like, for one, I wasn't going to, I have done a great job of cleansing my playlist of Tory Lanez. So, and he, only, he only had one album I really rocked with heavy. But I have done a great job of just cleansing and purging my playlist of Tory Lanez. But, G, this nigga had the utter gall to literally drop an album and say that not only did he not shoot her but she but literally she did not know who shot her 
and then proceeds to diss other niggas. I don't know what J.R. Smith has to do with this. But gee, J.R. Smith is a real ass nigga. Don't fuck with J.R. Smith. And, and, and then you picking fights with Chance the Rapper. Yes, Chance is a, to a lot of people is a grade A lane. But that nigga from that nigga from the nine. And just like most people from Chicago, even the nigga who may not look like the biggest threat can whoop your ass probably. Cause you're not from Chicago. Cause we're just plus ten everything when it comes to this shit. But this nigga literally dropped a seventeen song album to talk shit to pro- and then using the promotion of the album being the fact that he shot a black woman. It's not even just the fact he shot Meg the Stallion. G. It's, that's like G, yes, we, me and Cam would like Meg to literally pop up in our rooms one day. But bro, it's just the fact that you are using the trauma of shooting a black woman to promote your album that you recorded clearly during these months when you could have been trying to listen to your PR person. Also, your PR team's horrible for them to literally let you do this. Like, literally. They gotta be trash. Or you're just outright ignoring them. Whichever one, it doesn't look good for you, bro. But, also, you denying it. Despite everybody, a lot of people, witnesses, who at least I've been bold enough to speak out, said you did it. <laughs> and this is another thing. You took, you still, like, the, the main story that blows me is, you took the gun from your security guard. Why would your security guard shoot her? You had a lot of nerve, my nigga. I'm glad I ain't supporting it. I hope nobody I know is openly supporting it. Facebook clearly supports you because I got blocked for saying no niggas, niggas who literally listen to this album can't be trusted. Mainly because I said niggas and niggas, whatever. Whatever difference does it make? Fuck. But literally... I can't cuss on Facebook, but I use the Q. That's not going to work. I did it before. Oh, uh, I can't. Damn. I can't say niggas on Facebook. But point is, this nigga is. And then also the Brianna Taylor thing just happened, and you dropped this. This nigga sick in the head. Really is Canadian niggas and short niggas. Y'all got to hold an L along with this. But Tory Lanez is Hall of Fame clown. Uh, Hall of Fame Clown 2020. We have a very deep class of Hall of Fame 2020 for the clowns, G. But that's also my clown in itself. Also, the niggas who were out partying outside in the park outside my house, I did not see a mask in sight. I yelled out COVID <laughs> as I walked into the house. That's that, that's mine. Uh. uh... So for me, uh, I would say, look, bro, my, 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 you talk about you, bro. I neighborhood be getting it freaking rocking, bro. Every other day. Um, it was a whole, we had a block club party the other day. What was that? Was that yesterday or the day before? Yeah, it was yesterday. Bro, they had like a block club party, bro. They, men niggas was deep. But, um, I don't have a clown, but I do have a goat. Hold up. My goat goes to Amazon and the creator of the book. Now, this is not necessarily going to be a stroke off of saying this is the best cinematic thing. No, I'm not going to do that. But I will say this, because 
few shows can stray away from the source material and come out better than the source material. And that is consistent with the fans of the source material. I will say this from reading it and going to explanation videos of the source material, Homelander is wrote better. Huey is wrote better. Butcher is wrote better. Mother's Milk is wrote better. Kamiko has a name in the source she material. She didn't have a name? She called the girl. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's wild. Kamiko has a name. Frenchie is wrote way better. The Deep have lines and is, has a character art. In the show, I think he just get turned into a pack. Um, I Well, we don't know if, if um, Black Noir be wrote better or not because who knows if they stick to the source material on that part. But when it happens, 9 out of 10, it will be wrote better. Queen Maeve wrote better. They, everybody in that show, are probably other than freaking Starlight, she's like the same exact character. And she probably is wrote better. It's wrote better. It is, and, and it's up, it's down like Stormfront wrote better. I don't even know how you can make a fucking Nazi better, but they did it in a, you know, a writing type standpoint. So, look, hey, that is a goat thing for me. That is rare, bro. Like, I don't think people like people will talk shit about, like, you know, superhero movies and stuff like that, or what's good and what's not. People probably hate the boys. But for something to have a source material in the fans, because the boys have a cult following. The comic has a cult following. It is not like something that's coming from DC and Marvel. It's just something that people read a while back and still love it. And things are changed. Fucking Huey was an Australian in the comic. Like, things changed. They changed a fucking lot. Except for the dude that got, you know, Mother's Milk getting choked out by... No, they actually... Mother's Milk didn't get choked out by a penis in the comic. Dude just really did. It was like a Russian superhero with a huge dong. And, yeah, they helped kill another... I think they helped kill, like, the X-Men of the the uh, the comic book universe, other boys. But other than that, like, that don't happen a lot, bro. We we come from an era. If it's not if it's not the source material, it's shit. It's the way it is. People get scared if they see a black Superman, even though that's from a source material. But it ain't from the one that we know and love. Oh yeah, nah, fuck that. Um. So yeah, that's just the that's just me. I was just so surprised at how much love the boys get on the internet, bro. It gets so much love, G. And other shows like that can't even think about getting it. So that's that's it for me. Clowns, goats, any of the two? Uh, my clown of the week goes to uh, the grand jury case uh, for Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. Although we did know, I mean, it's no surprise what happened. It still makes me mad. Um, punishment. That it happened the way that it happened, especially the goofy ass testimony that that officer gave and him basically saying that he felt like he didn't do anything wrong. Fuck you. And you are in the hall. You, he is in the hall of fame for clowns. Uh, he's he's ascended, but, but above that, in my opinion, um, and it just goes to show you that like you likely, I mean, we say this and people get pissed off, but like if that situation was reversed and it was a black officer that came in and shot an unarmed white woman uh, in her bed uh, and she was innocent, then this shit would have been wrapped up the week that it happened. 
instead of waiting months and months and months and months later for you to indict only one of the officers and you give him a light sentence and basically say that, yeah, he's, he, he's not going to be charged with anything. And then he gives a goofy testimony, pisses me off. And it, it just, I mean, you're seeing a lot of people saying it. And I mean, like really this justice system is flawed. It, it, it's not, and a lot of people summarized it perfectly. My mom made a post on Facebook saying like the, this justice system was not made for us. So of course, something like this is gonna happen because it, it wasn't made to benefit us. It was made to benefit the majority, white people. So like, man, if you ain't got God, bro, you gotta shoot, arm yourselves. Uh-huh. I mean, cause like, honestly, <laughs> it's not much we can do now besides pray. So it, 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 it just, it pisses me off and I, that news um, I think when did it happen? Like it was like Wednesday, right? Yeah, that was I forgot what day it was. Yep. That was Wednesday. Yep, Wednesday. Yeah, and it's like it's just it's unfortunate. Prayers, like prayers to uh, Breonna Taylor's family. I know this is just a, a just a heartbreak because it's like you you we want justice for her, but this justice system was not meant for us. So unfortunately, she's not going to receive the due justice she deserves. Really unfortunate situation with that. Uh, and I co-sign that. Prayers to her, fa- Breonna Taylor's family and loved ones and friends. Because black women as a whole, because it's just a super unfortunate situation that came to be. Also, fuck wanton punishment. Exactly. It's just stupid. Wanton endangerment. Okay. Endangerment, whatever. Yeah. Wanton endangerment. Like, I, I didn't know they existed. Uh... DC, you got anything? Nah, I ain't got nothing. It was just the tour shit. All right, cool. Uh, So we appreciate you guys for listening. As always, much love, much much love, much appreciation. As always, follow us on Twitter at the Black Otakus, at the Black Otakus. Greatly appreciate that. Make sure you also uh make sure whatever streaming platform that you listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, uh. Apple, Google, whatever, we there. Hit that share button, hit that subscribe button or follow button, whichever one it is, so you get them notifications letting you know. Hey, we here. But we appreciate you guys for listening and peace. Peace out. Peace out.